Oh my God, Tether. Tether? I just, I, I opened up Twitter and someone was like, it's a top five. It is. <laughs> oh, dude, I, think that, I think the Tether bar, the Tether bar is real. Mm-hmm. I think that everything above it is uh, not interesting, but like they're the, they're the known cryptos and everything below Tether is like... A shit, a super shit coin. Mm. There's shit coins, yeah, and then super shit. You have to make the tether bar <laughs> to be in a higher category. Yeah, basically. Yeah, was the, the tether bar matters because there's like yeah. three coins above it now. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, this is John Seth, and you're listening to Justice World. I'm here with my co-host Sean, aka Camboy Sean, and our friend. Kevin, how you doing, everybody? <laughs> AKA Kevin. I don't know what to call you, Kevin. Like, I don't want to use the wrong pronoun. Kevin works. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the it, the transgender shit's getting like out of control. And by the way, did you see they, they banned Sargon of Akkad today? That just happened today. Yeah, and it was it was Patreon. That Patreon kind of did, yeah. Huh. Well, you know, you talked about we've been seeing the conservatives or the conservative esque pipes. I guess not that. Well, not, I, not you know that I wouldn't really, even call them conservatives, but getting cut off from different platforms. I don't even know that. I don't know that they're conservatives. These are people that generally I think have been often liberal. Like Sam Harris was always mm. considered a hero of the left, and now he's like a right wing white nationalist. You know, like in the nomenclature, like what? Mm. What the fuck? Right. How but, does that happen? It's amazing to me because what, what's going on here is I'm reading about Sargon of Akkad. If you've ever listened to Sargon stuff. It's very reasonable, you know, you don't have to agree with him, but he's, like, very reasonable, very, like, kind of quiet. Everything I read about him is he's a right-wing, white nationalist conspiracy theorist. Mm. So, I mean, I think that's what's going on now. I think they're just, like, defining, they're predefining people, and then they're banning them based on those pre-definitions that they've come up with. They're using their own, like, the media's using their own stuff as evidence, and Patreon's using the media, and it's, like, body of evidence as evidence to ban... You know, fairly n- normal, middle of the road content makers. Mm. Do you think the ultimate goal is any alt media content makers? At the end of the day, that's is that where we're at? I don't know. I mean, it's it's a weird problem because like you have that argument, you know, like a lot of like Patreon today, right? Patreon bans Sargon of Akkad. That's been how he's been funding himself. So they Patreon may be the spigot. It might be the well water. They may have figured this out and been like, you know, we don't have to ban him from YouTube. Let's just take his money away. And that might be what goes on. They might they might go after any alt media person. So you have like Sticks, X and Hammer and all these others. But I want to know how Patreon's gonna keep making money. Getting rid of their top top, rid- yeah. top top ponies in the stable, yes. right? Is someone paying them? Conspiracies. What? They can't. They would never voluntarily pull them off. I, I would think in a in a perfect that's world. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like these are, they're getting a percentage. It's just, albeit a small percentage, but like those are their biggest funds, and not just that. They're the most prominent. So you know, if I wanted to go and be funded, would I use Patreon, knowing that they can just remove people at whim? Like ten thousand dollars a month gone. Is that roughly that what he was? Pulling? Yes. Yeah, that's uh, significant. He's going to feel that. Yeah. Yeah, well, (laughs) 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 "Eh, whatever. (laughs) But how are these decisions coming about? Because, like, if Patreon knows these are the bigger players, and I think they tried it. They're being pressure from the the, you know the the left types. I don't know who's pressuring them. It, It feels like more than like leftists pressure at this point. It's almost complicity. Like you have. 
they started with the white nationalists, and nobody said anything because nobody likes Nazis. Nobody. Go to the the average person anywhere and say, "Do you like Nazis?" They will say no. So everyone was like, "Okay, no problem." And then what they did is they started defining people as Nazis who aren't Nazis, and they've just been like subsequently like one after the other, taking them down, banning them, mm-hmm. removing their content, and it's it, it's amazing because you know with Alex Jones, then Sargon, Milo, and you know Gavin McGinnis, um, you know it's it seems utterly blatant at this point. The, the window of that window keeps closing and that line of who is the most extreme whether or not it's even true but how they're portraying it keeps getting drawn closer and closer and cutting off people of completely normal perspective of completely normal rational perspectives who knows if they're rational i don't know that that's even the standard like doesn't even... they're just they're 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 perspectives that a lot of people have and people like to listen to yeah Regardless. and people yeah, yeah and people liked it enough that they paid them $10,000 a month to listen to those perspectives Voluntarily, yeah, yep, on their own. Who are, can I? Can I? I'm like, can I sue Patreon if I wanted to give him money? Like, no. <laughs> well, the question, that's what I wanted to do. There's always like only one platform to do what they are doing. So is this? You know, I mean, we always. It's hard. It's hard not to look at that and say, "Oh, there's a there's a Bitcoin shaped hole in how you." Sure, but how... Bitcoin doesn't do month. Like the thing is, it's weird because like Patreon does this like subscription service, so you can set it and forget it. And there's something to be said for that. Every month, having to make the decision to send Sargon of Akkad ten or a hundred dollars or whatever it is that you're sending him, like that's a very different thing than frankly having a set it and forget it type service. Because like mm. you know, the attrition rate on someone sending you money every month is like I don't know, probably ninety percent. The attrition on send it, set it and forget it, forget it is probably sixty percent, twelve percent, maybe sixty yeah. percent a year, which is still a lot, way 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 better. Yeah, I mean, a lot better. Yeah, I mean it's it's a difference of being with somebody for like years as opposed to months, you know, and that's that's the thing. Like it, it's it's clearly a different way to pay, and people prefer it because they can kind of budget for it and they think about it. They don't have to, like you do a subscription service so you don't have to think about it every month. It's a choice that a person makes. It's a it's an interesting choice, and I, I I'm just I'm astounded that Patreon would have done. I mean, they did it with Lauren Southern. See, that's the thing. They've done it with like different people. And, and the only question that I have that seems unanswered is which leftists are getting removed because I know that there are some. Can I ask you this off the top of your head? Do you is there? Do you know who like the top the top earners of on Patreon are? And... I have no idea. But Probably you know, Jordan Peterson. But you know, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised for a second. On the other hand, and would he be under pressure? I mean, I don't see why they can't just delete his account. That's that's the thing. He's Patreon right there, controversial always... level with with some of the people that got yeah. named today. Patreon has literally been the lifeline for these guys. They're like, give it give it to us on Patreon because YouTube is gonna at some point demonetize us, and so like that's been the lifeline. The whole point. Yeah, I agree. But do we know like a competitor to Patreon to serve these people is doesn't seem as hard of a challenge as like a I think a, you're a competitive wrong. YouTube one hundred percent wrong. Why? Because Patreon's not the payment processor, right? They're just the subscription. What seems to me is going they, on is someone easy. is trying to find the choke point. Where do you cut people off? Do you cut people off at their funding? Do you cut people off at the social media level? Where do you cut people off? To have like a one cutoff so, spigot. So, the, the, uh, so, well, if I started a competitor, you think like the next step is to actually cut off 
You just call up Amex, MasterCard, but you now you're getting Visa. Into, but 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 there's a difference. There seems to be a difference in going after or working on those industries versus a Patreon, which seems to be influenced or part of. The tech uh, wouldn't Facebook, surprise me Google. for a second if it was Amex, Visa, and Mastercard who told them to stop the, uh, supporting his account. Back in 2006, in the online poker world, they passed the Unlawful Internet Gambling Act, Enforcement Act, and that went after the payment processors for the uh, online poker sites, and it worked like a charm. Would be an understatement. I mean, it was. You said there's no online gambling at this point. That, that, it, it was called Black Monday, and it was. Uh, like one of those binary events where the world was different before and after that day, it never never recovered. It's it's still dead, uh, completely crushed it. And it was a booming, thriving business. Uh, oh yeah, I remember in, co- in at college the, at the time. I mean, like that's the thing. I think I think all that they're doing here is like testing. Where's the spigot? What gets people to turn off? And Patreon's a pretty good spigot. And and what and the same way the the content creators are discouraged from investing their time and effort into that platform if they can just get the plug pulled on them a compa- from, from a, the from the like source of funds from yeah. the source of funds i then think like, that, yeah. that absolves youtube it absolves all of the social networks they don't have to do it anymore they can just like and that's what i'm saying like i, I don't know what's going on with patreon but like I, I hate to level the conspiracy but it wouldn't surprise me if somebody is if they're getting paid to do sure. that and it's also discouraging any competitors from stepping in and, and uh f- filling that niche too i guess uh right I wouldn't want to follow in those footsteps as a business plan right now. Right. It, it's bad. Like, it's very scary, I think, for content creators to have, like, a group of people who tell you what kind of content you can make and what, what kind you can't. Their legal argument as to why they would get rid of someone. Like, I don't know that they need one because like the, the argument service is, thing, right? yeah, but we are, so, we are a private company. We can choose to have who we have on our platform and who we don't. But I want to know, like, isn't there a semblance of a contract? Yeah. Your business is coming through them. Well, it seems like there was there may be a resolution in a pending like lawsuit against these companies or something. How that... do you sue them if they just cut off your source of funds? They're the goddamn SEC at that point. Well, there may be a, I don't know some attorneys that organize. Let's say all of these people who are who fall into this category of yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, don't, I, I mean, it's. The, these social media companies are... I mean, it's getting weird. Because, like, it, at this point... Like, the, the the Alex Jones conspiracies are a problem. Fine. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll jump on that train. Fine. We all agree that it's a problem to have these conspiracies. What does this fucking look like? Well, it... it it, it, it's fucked up because it looks like it's it's it, sure it looks like, like, like you're talking about a conspiracy of them yeah. going after these people because you listen to these I've listened to Sargon before uh, just a, a little a few you're, times. A, you're a, you're you know a he's Nazi. not a, you know he's not a Nazi you know he's not any of these no. things and it's like you can even you can disagree with him mm-hmm. and it's fine like yeah. you, what like where is this idea that there is an opinion that we all have to funnel ourselves into that blows my mind. Like the, the, the legal sort of transcendence of a singular opinion that at, at all expenses, all other opinions must be squelched. Where did that come from? I've never in my life for a second considered that that might be possible. I mean, that, you always hear about other countries in history or in current time having that type of mentality for something where there is no freedom of thought. Sure, but and like think, it, it, this this is a weirder one because it's not 
the country. It's not the government cracking down on right. speech. It's companies. It's a consortium. It, it's it, it's it's private companies who seem to be acting in tandem on this. Th- that's the weirder thing. Or is it they're that all they jumping they on all board? They have the thing? same like, ideology, and they all just think, "Well, that's oh yeah, that's that's the idea. That's the best idea." I, I, I don't know, dude, because like it 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 doesn't seem nor like they all wait for each other's cues. Like it seems like there's like okay, if it, there's some weird sort of agreement. That if, if one of them bans one of them, then all of the others do the same. Something. Except Twitter. Twitter gets to, like, pretend like they aren't, and then they get to find a different reason to ban them. And didn't Tim Cook make a... He he said something this week about, like, basically arguing why censorship needs to happen. Or or sh- or, or giving some type of argument in well, favor of it. And it's, it's indicating weird. that Apple's very open to getting it's rid of... It's so weird, because, like, it used to be that your product was based on the merits of your product. So if you release an app, and you're a white supremacist... And your app is a, I don't know, game. Are you going to be banned from the Apple Store? Because of your ideology, as an, 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 like your individual ideology? Like, this, there's historical precedent for this. Like, you have, uh, you know, Wagner, who was a deep anti-Semite, who produced some of the best music in the history of humanity. He, he wrote uh, probably the best opera ever written called The, the Ring Cycle. It's this long opera. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know it because you've heard the music from it, like Valkyrie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you know Valkyrie? Yeah. Um, and, or sorry, not, is it, is it, it's not is it called Valkyrie. Valkyrie. It's Val- called uh, Valkyrie. Valkyrie goes. Da, 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 yeah, da, that's, da, da, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So, and th- there's a famous quote. I don't remember who it was, but one of his fellow artists said, like, he goes, I, I, take, I take my hat off to Wagner, the composer. I put it back on to Wagner, the man. Mm. And that's, that's really simply it. Like, you can have terrible, evil, disgusting views. And still produce things worthwhile. Like, you you, par- you still participate in humanity. Mm. It, like, really blows my mind that what we're doing... It's not... We talk about, like, like this transgender stuff is interesting. Because the, the, the discussion of pronouns is that if you don't use the right pronouns, you are somehow attacking the person's humanity. Right? But the reality is... And, and I think this goes back to Jewish tradition. Jewish tradition says... That essentially, if you ruin a person's reputation, it's akin to murder. Okay, that's interesting. I haven't, I haven't heard well, that. It before, makes so much sense. And you know, you have traditions well, you like kill, that, that. You, you kill their ability to integrate or be part of society. Correct. Which you, we, we know, you isolate a person like that, and it just is nothing but negative. So, so that's the thing. You're depersoning. You're literally depersoning these people, literally, while accusing them of being of doing that crime. Mm. It, like it's a very weird weird sort of world we're entering where people's opinions are literally just scrubbed. You're not allowed to pay them to to make those opinions known. You're you're not allowed to say those opinions. Mm-hmm. You know, it it removes the secular idea of redemption in my opinion. It really does. It's just like it's gone. You cannot be redeemed. If your ideas are bad, you don't get to even say them. You just keep them in your head. Could this push people towards, you know, leaving the platforms and running their podcast or their show from their own site? I mean, could there be a mass movement? To, could, could we end up in a in a situation like that, or are we too dependent on on YouTube? I don't know. And, I, the thing is, like, it's really hard to make money doing that. Now, really but, I mean, part of me feels like these and, and, tech oh, the, companies. The other problem is, Kevin. Yeah. The, Google, and is is the predominant. 
uh, purveyor of ads. They're, they're the dominant displayer of ads. So you have a situation here where, like, YouTube bans people. Okay, fine. I'm going to host it on my site. How do you make money on your site? I show ads. Okay. Who's going to serve the ads to your site? Google. Okay. So Google owns YouTube. YouTube banned me. I'm going to go to my own site, whom I am de- where I'm depending on mm-hmm. Google to fund me. It's insane. Mm. Because even if you even if you start a competitive content site, the monetization of that's dependent on ads, which goes back to Google being in charge of. Correct. What if the Lightning Network is working phenomenal at that? Point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you also saw the uh, Tumblr. Uh, Oh, Tumblr's Scrub, closing down. They scrub their content of... of, of yeah, they're, of close, sec- they're closing down, aren't they? Which no, is... <laughs> well, that's a very different type of cutting off. But some people, I think... I think the thought was that, like, Apple might be trying to ban the Tumblr app from the App Store and didn't want that content on there. Oh, it, it, they didn't want porn? Yeah. They didn't, it, they, it was specifically a reference to female nipples and something else. It was sexual related. Interesting. So I saw people who are concerned about people who express themselves sexually on those sites getting cut off from Tumblr. And Tumblr's stock apparently pumped up, went down. Or It's Yahoo. It was a Yahoo stock? Tumblr's owned by Yahoo. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, whatever. But that, you know... That, well, it's very weird but, to watch. But, but what's, those what's people weird are kind of on the left, so like that—that's not even sure. That, I mean, that's 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 but the it, other side of the coin. What's weird for getting. me is that you see all of these companies. Like the tech companies seem to me to be a giant spaghetti mess. They are intertwined so much that their revenues depend on one another in a way that is really weirdly problematic. Because now they're banning each other. They're taking each other off of the platforms. Like that seems to me. To to it, it's such a weird thing mm. to be able to run a business. And then have someone else decide your fate one hundred percent. Like we put our you put your business you buy services, right? So like you go to you go to a bank and you expect that bank is gonna keep your account open. And banks, you know, occasionally there's 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 these sort of fringe industries. Uh, money service businesses tend to have a real hard time uh, time with bank accounts. Right? So there's certain industries banks don't love, mainly because of risk. But now you have like this other risk where if you yourself run afoul of the cultural milieu and your, your, you find that your views suddenly, by the way, suddenly, because two weeks ago it was fine, suddenly fall outside of the cultural uh, normative paradigms in terms of what is acceptable and what is not, now you're a pariah, you're done. Mm-hmm. And it's not even your views today. It's your views like 10 years ago. Kevin Hart is no longer like, uh, is, is not going to be the host for the Oscars. What happened there? He made some tweets a few years ago. Uh, he, he had a, like an anti-gay bit in his comedy, and people dug the tweets up and made a huge deal of it. Huh. And they act wow. It's it's just that like there's no again there's no redemption. The internet doesn't scrub, so like you cannot. What you see now too, uh, there was a pitcher that threw a no hitter, and before he was done throwing the no hitter, they had dug up tweets that were racist from four years prior when he was nineteen years old, eighteen years old, and it was already making news before he was done pitching the game. So, if you hit a certain level of notoriety at this point, you're going to have an army of people digging through to find 
you know, one comment that might be off color or bad taste. So I think this goes back to the South Park episode where everyone goes like before Satan and he has to, <laughs> he declares who's right and who's going to heaven. And he says, and the Mormons were right. <laughs> and I was like, what? The Mormons? You know, I think, I think that that's it. I think that we are going to have a country run by Mormons at this rate. Which is why this is a Mormon conspiracy. Because they're the only ones that... Are, they're the are only ones that, like, didn't do shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Romney, uh, we, we found some tweets from you back in the 80s. Like, no, no I didn't even drink caffeine back then. <laughs> <laughs> tweets in the 80s. I like that idea. Like, no, like, it's, I don't know what you do. Because, you know, when you're a teenager, like, you're a teenager, you say stupid shit. Mm-hmm. You don't think of the consequences. Now it's permanent. People are going to go through those histories. Either, there's two choices, I think. Either... History, your historical tweets, I don't know how long back, but at some point, either our histories don't matter, and we wipe those. Like, no, we don't pay attention to that. Everyone's a new person every day. Or we just stop caring. I feel like those are the two options. So, like, we stop caring it when, when that happens, and we're just like, eh. It, right, well, right. Or, or, or just stop like, caring is like, like the... this guy said something racist 10 years ago. Oh. Oh, interesting. Well, I kind of thought we hit that with... I, I, I thought we kind of hit that with Bill Clinton. Trump. Oh, no. <laughs> because, because, like, everybody... I mean, I know Trump is kind of a different category, but, like, he said... He has a lot of shit that, like, people probably... Like, the pussy comment did not hurt him at all, obviously. So, like... Probably helped him. I mean, I feel like... I My thought was going forward, if, you know, they dug up on shit on you, it's like, yeah, fuck it, I said that. Whatever. Or I, or I posted that, you know? I thought Kevin Hart kind of bitched out. Big time. Yeah, he, he like apologized. He learned things. Like if Listen, it were me, I'd be like, it's a comedy. But thing. it's not him. He, he, he has a team of people to Managing handle his, to manage his image, you know, top to bottom. And I, I forget how many, you know, what his potential net worth is for movie. His mo- his role as, in movies is is huge. It's if I I think the only way to recover from this stuff is to embrace it. Like if if it, if it were him, he'd be he's like, doing the opposite, and I it's know. probably going to work you, out. You think so? Yeah, I don't think so. <sighs> no, you got it. You got to fight this. I, I, there's, I so think many, there's so many people, especially a guy like Kevin Hart. He's in the he's in the comedy world. Like you got to dude. Got, comedians you gotta, are admitting they're saying that there's no one funny anymore. Like they're like, yeah. I heard someone yesterday say that being a comedian now is like being a pastor. You go and like you preach, and then people they don't laugh. They just applaud. They're like, yeah. <laughs> you can't be funny. It's not even yeah. Like you like I watched a Tre- did you watch a Trevor Noah special on, on Netflix? I don't. The whole thing like it's like 30 minutes of bad comedy. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing leads up to the the punchline about how Trump is stupid. He did some good Bitcoin comedy. Did he? You didn't, you didn't see that? No. It, was, it was on the site. Uh I didn't see I don't that. know if it made it. I don't, I don't know if it made the cut. It probably made the cut. Did it? We don't have a lot of standards at Merkel Report. Yeah, it was actually. Merkel it was actually. <laughs> go there now for the latest Bitcoin news. It was actually terrible. It was actually really bad. Really? Yeah. It was. It was. I don't like that guy. It was really bad. I, I, I try to give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay, I, I've watched his show a number of times, and I've tried to figure out like, do I dislike him because I don't know? I don't think I agree with him on anything. I don't know. Um, do I dislike him because of that, and therefore I don't think he's funny, or you know? So I, I watch him outside of the context of it. And I put him up on the comedy specials. Like, okay, well, we'll give him a chance. And my standard for comedy, I kind of sit there, really simple. If you make me fucking laugh and I can't really control it, like, if there's at least one time where I'm sitting there and I'm not trying to... Yeah. That's how I know. That's, that's like, win. okay, that's a joke. That's a joke. Good one. And I, I, I need one of those. One in a set. 
His whole set is not funny. Not one. Mm. Every time every time he was going for a punchline, I'm like, and the punchline is blah, blah, blah. And then he would repeat it. He's like, yeah, there you go. Okay. It's not, not nothing unexpected. Nothing. There was no turns, a phrase. I see like Norm MacDonald. That guy, <laughs> fucking like, <laughs> you, he starts telling a joke and you're like, I don't know where this thing is going. This is not funny. God, he got me. <laughs> every fucking time he opens his mouth. Norm MacDonald was awesome. He's just very funny. You gotta you gotta watch him when he was on some of those uh, like all the Letterman and other shows. Oh, I've seen it many many yeah. many many many. I yeah. saw him when he was on SNL. Yeah, years ago. I, I when I was a kid, I didn't think he was that funny. I was like, well, who is this guy? Very polarizing uh, fan base. People either love him or hate him. Oh yeah, but he's a lot of comedians' favorite comedian. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Not to get too conservative, but like, did, but, you, did you know that Steven Crowder was the voice of Brain in Arthur? No, but I didn't really watch Arthur, so that doesn't... I, my mom did daycare, and I, I've seen them all. I, I loved it when I was a kid. I don't know, come on, say, hey, what a wonderful kind of dick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Getting yeah. yeah. along with each other. You gotta listen to your heart. You don't know what? No? Okay. Um, was that, but was yeah. It, well, he, yeah was, he's was, an Arthur. He's a voice of brain. Huh. Well, he's he's had a... Uh, oh, but PBS like, regrets like a communication that. journalist... I think he was going into acting. I think he was trying yeah. acting and comedy, and like he decided to do what he does now. Mm. But yeah, the, the Patreon thing really bothers me more than any of the other bands because, like, that's that's to me they is, found the spigot. Is, Crowd, like is Crowder it. on Patreon? Do you know? Is he? Crowder has like his own thing, I think, Mug Club. But I don't see why. Like, I think all of these guys think that they're safe because they're like off of YouTube and you know whatever. But they're getting they're getting banned for their white supremacy. Doesn't it serve to make them more popular for... for, for but, but what happens when you can't make money? Like, what happens yeah. when Amex is like, we're banning white supremacists? And then, like, oh, Steven Crowder's a white supremacist. Like, what do you do then? You can't go to any and, payment and, processors. And mo- most people out there, would, if they heard these people's content, would be like, that's crazy to ban them. But they're not listening to it. They'll, they'll hear a headline. Like, there's no... There's no... Like, it's it's it, it can be as easy as, oh, yeah, that guy's a white supremacist, and we banned him. Well... Yeah, that, that that makes sense, and and there's no. Yeah, you think you think banning them like would increase their fan base, and and maybe to an extent it does, but if they're cut off from like getting their content out there and producing it, like you said, now they're kind of like in a position where they're they're gonna like where, what do they do? Where do they where do right. they go? I mean, who's who's gotten cut off from these platforms, like? Where's Alex? Alex Jones. It's been a few months now. Like, is his site making enough money? Like, what? what? I would think. I would think. I would think he could put out a book and make a few million dollars just on this controversy alone. Only if if he wins. I I don't know. Like, maybe if if someone's willing to publish it. Like that's the thing with all of this is like you have to now find people who are willing to take on the risk of you. Like, who's going to pop Random House? Who will publish it? He's a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. And even if they publish it, Amazon's not going to sell. Amazon will it. take it down. Yeah, yeah. There was the, there was a clip of Gavin McGinnis talking, uh, holding up David Duke's book. Well, he he said he has a lot of connections with law enforcement uh, and, and police, and they're telling him that they don't know who he pissed up pissed off that's high up there. But he he really did a good job. Yeah, like, I heard that. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of scary to think about it like that, but definitely getting made an example of. It feels I, like I, I, I'm a little speechless about it because, like, I, I think that there's 
I, I look at it. I don't think I don't know what like it, it feels helpless and hopeless in some ways. Like that's that's the frustration because everything they're turning to. I, I, I maybe that's what Bitcoin's for. I don't know, but like I, it's I don't getting think mentioned, a but no, no one's. The, it's getting mentioned in passing as uh, probably for the reason that you cited that there's no recurring payments. No, that's, yeah, it's it's a bad solution for that. Unless you're just going to endow him. Yeah, I, I, I mean the recurring payments thing. It, maybe that is a big hindrance. I can see. I can see your point about how it, it is. Like you, 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 you want a pull base system in place. In yes. Order, so that way you can have the people supplying that revenue, not having to actually take action every month. Even if they're open to it, it just it's easier just to. Well, no, like so, so, so now you have a guy who can no longer make money doing YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Okay, he can't really get a job because if they search for him, they're gonna he, like. What's he gonna do? Like sell pa- like package at UPS or something like that? He can't really get a high level job because they'll search his name and he's a white supremacist. He can't really do anything, and he hasn't done anything wrong as far as I can tell. His life is, you know, like the the, the job here. The goal here is to ruin lives. It's it's like I look at it and it's like it's so fucking hopeless. Mm. It seems that way. It feels that way. But it also feels like it's it's it, it, it's causing so much tension and it's becoming so much more known of a thing amongst people who are like listening to this content that maybe. But where where are the lawsuits? Do are, they really have no claim? Like where are the lawsuits? Th- there's got to be a risk in going after. Like the fringe people who don't fall into that definition and stretching it, they got to risk diluting their argument to a certain degree. Why you would think? It, it seems to be working. Like, do you know how many people tell me that these guys are white supremacists? Like, I hear it all the time. Like, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I think that I think that the narrative they, they they executed the narrative really well. I don't know who they is. Whoever it was executed the narrative really well. First, it was there's this there's this rising tide of white supremacy. And then there's a list of now, there's these people who are white supremacists. doesn't matter if you're black, Jewish, whatever. Anybody can fall into this category now. And the rising tide argument worked. So now, so now there's, here's the evidence. The evidence is, yeah, mainstream conservatives. Who, who actually aren't even, di- their, their opinions aren't even divergent from like conservatives five, ten years ago. I, I don't know. Okay. I mean, this is where we kill ourselves. All right. You, you, you um, know, my, my, I mean, my, it's you over. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be of the frame of mind that it was like, eh, this is kind of a problem. But it'll it'll work out. But I don't I don't I don't know how that is going to. I'm debating as to whether it will work out. And I I think I, I think I'm with you. I think that if it doesn't work out, if, if if speech isn't free, if that's what we find, I think we move to like you know the middle of. Puerto Rico, or not Puerto Rico, but some other, you know, maybe communist dictatorship, and just start paying bribes and living a good life. Might as well. Well, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to, or or live a life where you can isolate yourself from. Like it kind of gets it kind of getting to like a Bitcoin thing here, like a, a cypherpunk thing here, right? It's almost you. You kind of want to preserve your privacy enough so that you can separate yourself from that. Like is the like that's the direction to to kind of. My hope is that the courts can deal with this. I'm just afraid that they're not going to be able to. 
Like, I, I don't know. And, and the other thing is, like, I see, like, with uh, Sargon of Akkad, Owen Benjamin. Like, he's just had $120,000 a year taken from him. How is he going to afford a lawyer? He's going to have to have someone take this pro bono who just wants to, you know, test the law. Mm-hmm. Well, you care about attorneys. He's also English, by the way, so his case wouldn't... Don't you think a lot of attorneys would be willing to do that? I mean, it would be... Uh, Where are they? I mean, they're not all... I mean, there's, there's, so many, there's so many reasonable attorneys that probably have had successful careers and, and can take on something like this. Where are they? Maybe they're coming, or they're they're looking at this. Like, where, where's the horde of lawyers? Like, where are they? I'm, I'm like searching out there. Like, I keep I keep hearing about these lawyers who will definitely take these cases on pro bono. Where are they? We need, oh, we need Johnny Cochran. Yeah, don't fit. Can't quit. Rhyme our way right out of right, this that's mess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe they're getting me too. Who? All those lawyers? Yeah, maybe that's what's going on. Maybe all those lawyers are getting me too. Which Man. is terrifying because it gets into you have a you have a large group of mostly men thinking, Am I ever gonna am I ever gonna have something from the past? You know what path we are we gonna take down Patreon. Mm. That's Johnny Cochran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. I don't know, dude. I, I, I'm I'm nervous because like, you know, there's there's something to be said. Like if if it doesn't work out, uh if if that's if if speech isn't free, you know, Delete all your content, get rid of it, keep your head low for a few years, get rich, and then and then you know, hide your money away under your mattress and move to like uh, Venezuela, where speech is freer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know what the, I don't know what the answer is because like the, to me I think I think this really does highlight the notion that America is sort of the last bastion of freedom, and it's weird because like you, you don't. You, you don't usually ask yourself what it means to be free until you all of a sudden have, like, speech, like people coming after speech, mm. to me at least. Uh, to me, freedom of speech is the most remarkable right. I'm, I'm amazed by it. I'm amazed by the rarity of it across the earth. You didn't know it was rare until recently, I did thought, you? I thought it was the majority of the planet, essentially. I thought it was just obvious. Like, yeah, yeah. of course you have freedom of speech. Like, I'll, I'll go to like Western culture and... equals free speech, kind of. That's what I, I thought. was closer to that than, than the reality by far. In Europe, Sean, it's not the case. It's not the case anywhere. It's, it's literally not the case in Canada or Mexico or anywhere. It's they're, they're putting up billboards nowhere. to remind you, uh, posters in the train stations to remind you all over London. Like, that you don't have it? That you do you not have it. You can't say yeah? anything. You can say a lot of things, but not anything. And like libel laws and stuff like that, there. Like you can, you know, um, who's the guy? Who's the comedian that made fun of the autistic kid and then got sued in Canada by the tri- or not sued? I think he got fined by the like tribunal. Not sure. Civil rights tribunal. I'm not, I, you don't know about this? It, it might be a little vaguely familiar, but I don't. I don't. Yeah, there was there was a comedian really. there. He, he told a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the joke was. He said about the kid, he, like he says he's uh, like autistic or something like that. Turns out he's not; he's just ugly, something like that. Um, it, <laughs> it's it's not. I mean, it's it's not a hugely funny joke, but like it got him fined. So it's, it's something like that. It's, but it was like he's not autistic; he's just a bitcoiner. Yeah, he's, he's just ugly. Like, it, was just, it was you know, it was it was one of those like sort of you, you listen to the set; it's like a three second part of the set. It's just like oh, one of those moments. Yeah. Um, but he gets fined for it, you know, because he made the guy relive the pain of his. You know, sickness. Um, but, yeah, like, the whole thing is, it was it, th- th- this whole, like, speech thing 
blows my mind. I, I don't know where we're going here. I don't know when it ends. And it weirds me out. Like, I, I keep wondering if these tech companies are going to be in trouble at any point as a result of this. Well, that's the other hope. Like, financially. Because, like... Oh, you mean... I, thought, I, I meant, like, government. They're publishers. Like, we, we need, this, is a, this is a monopoly. Dude, so. there's an amazing podcast. Uh, I think... I don't remember which... Uh, well, I have to, I'll have to find it. But there's an amazing podcast this week about how Facebook manages pictures. Mm-hmm. And how they decide which pictures are allowed and which ones are not. And how their rules have evolved and how there's a lot of hypocrisy in the rules and how they're like they for example, they allowed for the Boston Bomber pictures of like the person who had their leg shot off shot off in the Boston Bomber stuff. But like one of the big ones was there was a beheading in Mexico of an old grandma and they took that down because, you know, even even though that was exactly the same reason. Like it was it was news. It was posted because someone was trying to raise awareness that this was going on with cartels in Mexico, and they took it down. But they allowed the Boston Bomber ones, even though it violated all their like standards. So they're clearly publishers. Clearly. How about the article that talked about Facebook employees using burner phones for fear of surveillance from, from Facebook, from their employer? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty... Well, I, you know, I, I wasn't completely convinced by the publisher argument. I, I, I made it and then also demade it because I think that, like, there's a, a strong uh, there's a strong defense for user-generated content. But the instant you're, like, proactively deciding what to publish and what not to publish, I don't know what that makes you if you're not a publishing platform. Mm. I mean, it, it seems like that would classify them as that. And you then, think so? And then they'd have to be regulated as one. Well, it's, or, or, it's, they, or, or they could be sued it's for weird that. that. It's weird that, yeah. You, you, they would have claims of like copyright violations everywhere. They, they'd it'd be like trillions of dollars in copyright violation claims. Mm. Yeah. Well, but at the same time, you know, they they've 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 amassed. I don't, I don't know. Like, are, like I remember like years ago, Google ramped up their lobbyist lobbyist efforts. Like they saw weird things like this coming, and they're. Making sure that, like, that isn't going to happen? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I don't know how long this goes on. Because, like, I think I think that there is there are a number of content creators who know people in Congress that are pretty close to senators and representatives, et cetera. What happens when one of, one of their friends gets banned from these platforms? Because, like, last, last week there was, a I think, a veteran who got banned from Twitter. And senators jumped into that, and he like got his account restored right away. What happens when this happens again and again? Like what, Ben Shapiro, I think he knows a lot of Congress people. What happens if he gets banned? Because mm. I, I think he will. We talked about him tr- actually trying to get banned. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I think he's trying to. In these uh, these new Twitter rules about like dead naming and stuff like that. I hope. I, I think it'd be great if he does, and it causes such a backlash against them I, for doing it. I, it or, only or matters it just... if he's planning on going after them. Uh, you know, in the courts. Mm. That's the thing. Like, I don't think anyone's trying to do that. I think they're like, ah, something better will come along. But like, I don't, I don't know. Like, how could something better come along? How? You saw what they did to Gab. Yeah. Because something better, something else comes along. It starts attracting more people to the platform. Well, I just, I don't, I don't know how this isn't literal collusion. This looks and smells like collusion. Hmm. It's you know the like the famous economics example of the pencil and how it's like the best standard for what you know what com- or what capitalism can do mm-hmm. how you have wood and graphite and metal and rubber and everything else from all all different parts of the world coming together into this one 
tiny form that you can sell for like two cents. Mm-hmm. So that you know, in in this case, you have all these service providers, right? You have Stripe, or you have uh, you know you have payment processors, you have video platforms. It's it's sort of the internet's equivalent of that. What do you do when all of your vendors at the exact same time say, "I'm not sending you wood, I'm not sending you rubber, I'm not sending you metal, I'm not sending you uh, graphite," and and like all on the same day they decide to do that magically? What would you say? Like you'd be like, "That's wait, wait what what?" Like if if one of them's like, "I'm not, I, we aren't sending you metal anymore, we hate you." Uh, you're like, okay, we'll find another like person. But if every one of your vendors ceases to send you a, a raw material, you're fucked. If they all decide to do that on the same day, this is these are service platforms, and all on the same day, kaboom, they're all deciding to like not service you anymore. Mm. To me, that's mind blowing. I don't understand it. Like, I don't <clears throat> understand how that's legal. It would seem to me if that happened in discrete in a discrete sense with yeah. raw material, we would be all over that. Be like, well, something's happening. Something weird's going on, but here we have it with service providers, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, you know, they just they just all decided to buy on you know white nationalists that day. They took the cue from each other. Like to me, that looks like collusion. It smells like collusion. Something weird. Something is rotten in the state of Denmark, mm. like a car- as my like good a friend Abraham Lincoln once said. Yeah, yeah. There's some sort of cartelish behavior going on. So, I don't know. Rico act them. We're fucked. That's what I think. I think we're fucked. I'm going to send them to your house first, though, Sean. <laughs> All right. First they came for Sean. <laughs> uh, what's this Paraguay story? Let's get into Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. The I like Bitcoin. the rants. I do like them because, like, yeah. they... Oh! <laughs> we're going to... Real quick, before that... Uh, Twitter did the dead naming stuff this week. We didn't talk about that at all. But, yeah, so you can no longer say, like, the name of a trans... Like, the previous name used by a transgender oh, person. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what that means. Yeah. So so, so, if, so if my name is now uh, Shauna... It, you can no longer you say Sean. Sean. You can't yeah. say it. You can't bring it up. Nothing. Right. It's dead naming. Right. This transgender thing is getting completely out of hand. Mm. It's insane. You can't even have the discussion at this point. What's well, getting crazy, like in sports too, and like transgender sports, athletes. Sports, sports are my favorite. I, honestly, I think that like that's where I think the innovations are in the transgender world. Sports. I'm I am a okay with this. I think this is the consequence of of everything that's going on, and I love it that all of these athletes are like <laughs> all of these formerly male athletes are joining. <laughs> I think the people who are cheering it on don't watch sports. I think that's what's going on. Do you think people are cheering it on? Yeah. I see. Because I, 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 there's been a few high-profile cases already, and, you know, there's some there's some backlash. It's 50-50 support so backlash. Here's, here's my question for you. Do you think that Bruce Jenner could be an Olympic athlete again? Because I think he could be. If he if he just competed as well. Yeah. He could probably break some records. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> like 60. <laughs> I think he should go back and, and like like win one for the team. Yeah. Competitors woman. Do, do you see this infiltrating the Olympics? I don't think it has to any. I bet you a million dollars that in the next Olympics we will have our first transgender comp- competitor. 
Yeah, but how do they? How are the other countries gonna like? Like, how, how much is Russia and China put up well, with shit what, like that? I think I think what's gonna happen is uh, Russia will be like, okay, you want to do that? That's fine. And okay, they'll and they'll, like they'll 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 have a bunch of bearded. <laughs> we'll women. do it too. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll all put on dresses and compete in the like the marathon. Like, oh, okay, fine. You want yeah. to do that? Fine. Okay. And they're gonna like it'll be like uh, just a, like a whole team of like bearded women yeah. running down the you know doing twenty four miles. Like it'll be their second tier, second tier men's teams. Wrestling will be the best of them all. Oh, that's not Olympic sport anymore, is it? I think it's coming back. Is it? So okay, perfect. It'll, this it'll is be, perfect then. It'll be all transgender women, women competing yeah. in, in Olympics. And, and what will really make them mad is when the transgender women win in rhythmic gymnastics. <laughs> why, why? Why? You've never seen that? Well, be, well rhythmic. Which, which, oh, dude, rhythmic gymnastics is the best of all the gymnastic sports. Which one is that? They like, have like a little twirly like thingy, <laughs> and they like dance around the stage, and it's it's a lot of like it, a lot of it's, fluff. It takes a, it's very yeah. fluffy. It takes a lot of flexibility, but like I think the moves that these transgender women are going to be able to do are going to be insane. Stuff that you've never seen before because the leg strength. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy about it is that the left like they're all there's. That's science denial. Like, well, I was saying, I, I was remember, saying, I remember, I was like, you know, you know what's funny to me? The right denying, like, evolution and shit. I, I think it's funny. And now that it's all, like, all Californians will tell you that, like, the middle of the country is just retarded and that they don't like science as evidenced by evolution. And that's true. That's true. In yeah. the next breath, they'll say, what's your sign? Yeah. I'm a Taurus. You're like, what the fuck are you? It's like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't know a Californian that doesn't believe in astrology. Is th- they're really, they're so really into that. Like they're. Oh fuck yeah! I mean, I know that's I know, the first thing they'll ask you. You never met a Californian before. That's why we have to keep them on the West Coast. Oh, keep you them away like, from everybody else. Hi, I'm a Virgo. No, it's like, like, uh, those Middle Westerns. They don't even. They're so stupid. They don't even believe in evolution. What's your sign? I look at that. It's it's fucking hilarious. The UFC's had its fair amount of like transgender stuff too, hasn't it? Like, uh, what's her name? Who? The UFC? Yeah, there was a fighter, Oof. Fallon Fox. Fallon Fox. Yeah. I watch her fights. She's got fists like that are wide, They're the huge. hips, <laughs> the bone structure. I mean, it's it's uh, some of the combat sports, like football. There was one today, the Australian handball player that I saw oh, yeah, this week. Oh, yeah, I like that one. But, uh, yeah, they, there was a, a thumbnail where Jordan Peterson and Joe Rogan were talking about it. They had a picture of Brock Lesnar. Dressed as a <laughs> dressed as a trans, and, uh, I think anyone that denies certain science at that point will figure out. <laughs> you know what's funny to me is I bet you that Brock Lesnar could get in that ring, and whoever he's against, whatever woman he's against, he could just take the hits for like five minutes. Yeah, and then just kind of okay, 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 now we're done. Boop. Mm-hmm. Just kind of boop her with the finger, and she'll fall right over. There's a video of of Ronda Rousey, who's at the time one of the most famous. UFC woman fighters of all time, and she was wrestling with uh, Greyguard Musasi, who's a who's a top level guy. Okay, and it was uh, like watching an adult play with a child the entire time. Pretty much, she was trying so hard. It, it's, it's you know, but during during her reign, they were talking about she could, could beat, beat a man, she could beat Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, right. And there was some banter back and forth, and people were you know people were believing I, it. I always get a kick out. Like I think the way I think of these fights is like if you were it, you have like a woman up against like the best boxer in the world, so you have the best female fighter up against like Floyd. The way I see that fight going is like 
instead of like punching straight, I feel like you would like boop her on the top of the head. You could like, take the boop, and then <laughs> you could take the boop. You, he does that straight to the down. best male fighters. Well, I know that. I just like so, you, like she's coming at him like boop. Yeah, she just yeah. falls right down like bang. You just you just need fighters who know enough about like like to, to beat her. Like like you don't you don't need. You I, I heard someone propose the rule that no XX male can ever, or XY male can ever hit an XX person. No, no XY person can it, ever it hit was an XX male person. Male and females can both compete. Yeah. Like, those are good. It doesn't yeah, matter. Like you can be either one. Yeah, but no XX person XXs cannot, cannot hit, hit XYs. XY. <laughs> that was really funny. I was like, yeah, yeah, that might be the rule we have to institute. Like, in a bar situation, any situation, like, you know, it's, it's, I feel a little bit like a person, an XX hitting an XY, which I think is the way to define it. I think it's a little bit like rear-ending the guy in front of you. Or it's automatically your fault? Yeah, it's your fault. Yeah, like, like ah, it. you're getting reckless fist use. I like the idea of just coming up with new terms and just right flipping it. Fine, we, we don't believe in gender, but we believe in XX is XYs. We're on board with your, uh, we're on board with it. Because you're like a transgender male uh, gets hit by a guy in a, in a fight, and like, you know, he, he didn't know, but she's an, he's an XX, he's an XY, he hit this person he thought was an XX, and like you go to court and like, well, we've tested you both. Uh, he's an XY, you're an XX. You're like, oh shit, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, it's, it's your fault. You you really shouldn't have hit he, this individual. Um, but and, and we'll have new colors for XX and XY. Well, I don't know. Like I don't know how you identify <laughs> it anymore. Like you just have to like you have to like wear a thing on your shoulder or something like that. Like an X two, like you got to call it a little bit better names, like an and this X, this will have some X, stick and power. That's true. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like an X, I'm an X two. Uh, you can't hit me. Or oh, X, watch y. me. We have an X two abuser. You can pronounce X Y like Zai or Zai. something. Yeah, Zai. I like that the idea of marriage is like. Today we we uh, we gather here today to witness the matrimony of this Zai and Zai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or Zion Zai. It, 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 it just gets ridiculous. Yeah. I don't mind it. I, I think it's fine. I'm okay with a ridiculous world. But like the sports thing. I mean, you know as well as I do that if you if if you continue this route, like the Olympics, let's say, you're just gonna have like a B team. You're gonna it, have the it, A team it, go to the Olympics and then the B team will be in the women's Olympics. It'll ruin women's sports as we know it today, in my opinion. It is. If, it if, is. If, if it hasn't already, I feel like women if they're, if they're I think it'll make it better because no, like no one really watches women's sports to be. That's what with. I think too. So I think, now, now people I, I are going to watch it. I want to know what's going to happen because yeah, Kevin, that's the thing. There may be a lot of money. There's going to be a lot more people. Like my proposal for the WNBA, I think would save it. But I think this also would save it if you had a bunch of transgender females playing. In the WNBA, I think that everybody would watch that. Do you have another proposal? D- they'll for the have WNBA? dunks back. I do. Yeah. What, what? Okay. My proposal was <laughs> that what you do is the WNBA stops playing each other. Every state gets to seed a team, and what they do is they proceed to play high school teams from within their own state. So, did like, you come up with that on your own? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so. The WNBA... <laughs> So, so what do you think? That, I think I think the ratings on that would be insane. So, so the best male high school team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That well, it doesn't have to be the best. Just like all well, of them. Just all like, of, like just, a, just yeah. a decent one. It's got to be like you just, <laughs> what they got to do is they, they, they should, they should start at the yeah, top and then like three. Yeah, they just got to they got to find out which ones they can beat. 
You know, you start yeah. at the, the the champion, like you honor them with a competition against. Yeah, the unfortunately, team. I think that on any major level, that idea would get deaded in his track so fast. But it would actually save. It would save the WNBA. Save. They would make those women make so much money if we did that. That's how I would run the WNBA. I would give them points based on hi- wins. It would also highlight like U sports too. You could kind of spin it that way. You know, U sports and women together. There you go. Yeah, that's perfect. That's how you do it. Yeah, everyone can watch, and it's empowering to women because it'd be they super make more empowering. <laughs> they make a ton of money. Yeah, well, that's that to me is equal work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that the ratings on that would be just insane every single week. <laughs> it would be it would be insane. Think about it. In uh, in golf, the, uh, you, you, the, you, the the idea is so good you didn't even think I came up with it. But I, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> that would save yeah. women's sports. Yeah. At least that one. Yeah. It's sorry, in golf. Go- golf is uh, it's. There's a lot of Koreans now. The, yeah. they, they, oh, they, they're the best. They start hitting golf balls at like two years old, and they hit 500 balls a day until they're whatever, and then just work. I mean, they're they're killing it. Oh yeah, great short. Oh, game. they love golf. Yeah, they're. Yeah, but they're very. Uh, they're. The the English barrier. They're not very marketable from a from a standpoint of, uh, you know, like Anna Kornikova was a very pretty tennis player who never won a tournament. And is very famous for tennis. Yes, she is. Even though she's not very successful in the tournament circuit. Doesn't yeah. matter. Well, no. She... <laughs> <laughs> she's really pretty. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Everyone thinks so. Yeah. I got I a kick out of it. Like, I was like, okay, so she... she and she, You know what's funny is that she embraces it. She don't care. It's not like she says no to contracts that come in. Not much you can do when you're that hot. That's you what I'm saying. Just... Like, All right, oh, okay, fine. He's like, what are you ranked? I'm ranked 115th now. <laughs> <laughs> You're the most popular woman in the sport. Well, but like, I, you know, I think that would save the WNBA, but I do think that this idea also would. I think that maybe that, that could very well be what's going on here is they're trying to save, like, women's sports, not, not destroy them. It would certainly destroy, like, cis females from being able to participate in them, though. That's the other thing. The only way to really compete with these like these transgender athletes is to throw another transgender athlete into the mix. Mm. Well, it's also also the like the UFC like it's dangerous to go up against a transgender person. Like if I was a female UFC fighter, like well, I think that's your point. Going right? up like against they, someone is it's, it's not a good idea. Like the, yeah, no, it's you get your like face broken in. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not only a lo- it's not it's not just a losing match. It's it's a very dangerous match because your orbital socket's going to get smashed. Is it Fallon, Fallon Fox? Is that her name? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard interviews with her. She talks about how the medical science says that like you lose bone density and you just you full on become like a female. But like I, I just don't see it. I I I don't think the science. I don't think that's actually what happens. I, I, I know what the Vegas line would be on the, <laughs> <laughs> on, on any match. Uh, I mean, there's just. And that's why they, today I'm announcing I'm becoming a UFC fighter. They've done a <laughs> do <it>. male, <laughs> they've done <laughs> like I want to I want to like be transgender and go compete in like sports that I would never be good at to begin with and just see see how far I get. <laughs> just to do it. <laughs> it would be it would I feel like it'd be a weird thing for like a an entertainment manager to take on like grabbing somebody like Sean and just having him go compete in like female sports as like a, a just any of them. Baseball, softball, powder puff football, just whatever. Yeah. Just see, like, just see how long it takes you to become like the star athlete in the league. Yeah. Oh man, that'd, <laughs> that'd be such a funny like. 
You should do it, Sean. I, so, I, I mean, is, this, is the Special Olympics <laughs> off limits? I mean, where, that's where what are we I'm going? Like, is I don't that going to be? Like, I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no there South Park episode where Cartman. Yes, uh, he pretends to be. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was devastated by that episode because that was exactly my proposal when I was like in fifth grade. I remember when that episode came. I was like, that's that was my thought. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I bet you the ne- I bet you the next Olympics has a transgender person. I can't see it. I just can't see it because I'm right now. They do gender testing, I think, for the Olympics. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously been a ton of scandals, but it's uh... they'll, they'll, they'll do it. They'll have a they'll they'll have a transgender Olympian that does really well. They give them an award. It, it, people are going to watch it. They're, like it'll be like the Olympic ratings. I don't know what I don't know how high or low they are anymore, or what, what but like. That would be so. I feel like so many people would tune in to watch that. I, I feel like I feel like what we're about to do is enter a history in sports where, like, the next three or four years are going to be nothing but asterisks. It can't last that long. Three, three to four years. That's that's what I give it. I give <sighs> it one Olympics, maybe two, maybe two Olympics. So it might be as many as eight years. But I think I think that like it's going to be a period in history that we look at, and it's just nothing but asterisks. What, what do you mean by that? I, it, it, like you'll have champions who are like Bruce Jenner. Or what's it? Sorry, I didn't mean a dead name. What's a? You're dead. Ah, uh, Caitlin Jenner. Caitlin. That could actually be. That's serious. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to. I apologize. Uh, but <laughs> 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 like Caitlin Jenner, right? Like uh, you're gonna have athletes like that, like for the next four to eight. And years. The asterisk will be like this. This person. Well, it's. it's as a I'm telling you, if if this gets if this is allowed, it's going to be every sport everywhere. Every bicycle championship, every... I mean, what are you going to do when the top marathon runner in the Boston Marathon is a transgender female? you got to send her to the Olympics. Mm. I want to believe that the foot will get put down before we hit that state because, I mean, if you can get a scholarship as a, as a female, then there, no woman will get a scholarship. You or... have to. There's no way that they... I want to know how they're going to do this with Title IX. No way that they're not going to be able to like get scholarships in this atmosphere. Absolutely, it, that, that's like, is, it, is it almost like a one eighty on the Title IX intentions? Like, I, I don't know. It, it's going to get weird because, like, if, if this continues to play out, it, it's going to get real weird real quick. I mean, it, the, the fact that we're seeing it in like UFC, like, if I but you're not seeing it in the UFC to be clear, you see it in Fallon Fox and right? MMA. MMA, you, sorry, you, MMA. That's like a. <laughs> reputable league you, you you've seen the male versus female they've they've done a stunt in brazil which there was a lot of backlash too i don't think people really want to, i don't think anyone wants to see it no one wants to see women get hit they they had a girl jermaine ran to me she she fought a 40 year old accountant or journalist or something like that oh, did the journalist win kind of but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, there's not, a, if there's yeah. a question it's a problem yeah. yes exactly <laughs> I mean, Go up against yeah. Floyd. Like, I could fight Floyd Mayweather. You know what would happen? I'd get booped one time. It'd be like he'd like he wouldn't even try. He'd kind of like just like extend his arm and like run at me, and then I'd like probably cower. Mm-hmm. I'd he fall he right would down. do something fancy. He'd be like, yeah. ooh yeah, I'd like like, <laughs> like moving his arms all around. Yep. and like va 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 and then then hit you with the left. <laughs> I don't know what he would do, but he'd probably kick me in the balls. Probably blindfold himself. Yeah, whatever it is, he probably would blindfold blind. himself. Yeah, yeah. come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Do it by like listening alone. Yeah, I would not be a competitive person against Floyd Mayweather. 
Conor McGregor actually went in and, and held his own versus him. That was a Did, great Didn't fight. get knocked out. Went five rounds with the greatest of all time. Someone that had an 0-0 record in professional boxing. And, and it got called. And, like, at the end, I, I respect uh, McGregor. He, he gets up. He's like, I, why'd you call it? Like, I get sloppy <laughs> mid-fights. Yeah. We all knew why he called it. It was because he was, like, stumbling around like, all right, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> he hit he Floyd. Was, yeah. He sure did. But he was, at the, by the time, when they called it, it was it was the right time. Oh, yeah, it yeah. was going to get worse. The next time, if they ever fought again, it would be ten times worse in Floyd's favor, I think. Why is that? Because he hasn't figured out. He, oh, you know, he's he done know, it once. So yeah, like, he felt him out. Like, right. like his style. That's true. He, did, he waited like three or four rounds before he like really went at him. Yeah, he, I thought he lost the first three rounds. Actually, because uh, he, he only threw like two punches one round. So how do you win the round? Only throwing two strikes. He just, yeah, he would, in round one, yeah. he would go after McGregor. He's known as a defensive master and being a defensive fighter and never really taking big shots. There's only like a handful of times on video. I, I absolutely love uh, boxing. It's one of my favorite. It's one of the few sports that I know anything about and enjoy. And that was, I liked the, watching the, that fight. The, how do you feel about the judging? It's, it, there was a big Tyson Fury. Uh, a wilder fight that the judging it's it seems to be so corrupt and just so many rants about it but that's the thing about fighting is the beautiful thing about fighting is that you can have corrupt judging and it's wonderful it's in in japan in japan which is a chinese japanese sex mix um in japan they have like sumo wrestling and it is corrupt as fuck it just it seems like it goes along with fighting it's just Have you seen of, some of the Olympic boxing judging corruption has been crazy. When Roy, oh, the one Roy, in the 80s? Roy Jones lost, it, was that and the, he just destroyed the other guy, and they <laughs> there was some political motivation. They right. raised his hand. Yeah, like, ah! like I could barely walk. <laughs> like, like and the announcers instantly are like, uh-huh. uh, "Yeah, it's, it's what? Yeah, Dude, th- th- that happens every few years. I think in the, in the 80s it happened to a, like this black guy. I don't remember who it was, but in the championship, I don't remember who he lost to." But he like you can watch the interview on YouTube. He's like, I the judges judge the way they judge, and they're wrong. And I feel like you know it is what it is. But I'm going to give up boxing. There's no point at this point if I can't even get to the top level and win without corruption. Yeah, I mean it's it's a problem. I think global boxing in particular. Mm. Yeah, it's it's bad, dude. Like it's I don't know what you do about that though, because like you see that there's an obvious guy who obviously won, and then you can't like undo it. Unless you have like computer scoring that's transparent somehow, they have like Facebook scoring where they have hundreds of people that will score fights, and those results are way more accurate than what you get from a panel of three judges. I was going to say, I mean, that seems to me to be the biggest weak point there is that you have three judges yeah. doing it. I think that the like, and, and they're not specialized. The the UFC judges they don't understand the submissions. They don't know what dominant position on the ground means. They don't. They don't know when someone's in trouble. Well, well that's that, in, in in UFC and MMA. That's because they're like sent there by Vegas, right? Or whatever athletic commission they provide them. But uh, so they, they have to, boxing. They, have, they like have boxing judges that are judging MMA fights. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. They, they don't even have specialists in that. I never thought that like you could run machine learning algorithms against that and get more accurate results. Mm-hmm. By take, letting, yeah. like, taking all of those inputs well, versus it's, a it's the comment score. section on any. That's I mean, you go to Twitter after a fight, and it, you you can tell if there's a bad call in a football game. Yeah, or that was a holding. You'll see forty comments that like what in the what you know. It, it's it's well, very the, obvious. The to fight most one's people. interesting because like you could do it where like you had people sitting at home judging it, and you just had a panel of people who are competent, and you had two hundred people do it. Like that would just destroy corruption. It, it exists though. Well, I'm saying, I agree. But, I'm but just they saying, don't like, recognize it. Yeah. Authorize them and recognize them. That would yeah. that would solve that. There's there's one judge. Her name is Adelaide Bird, and she's been 
at the she when she's a judge, there's memes about her because she just I makes know the, this judge. She, she makes the worst decisions the, of ever. all time. Yeah. A lot of the Pacquiao fights, a lot of whatever, but. I never realized it until I just saw so many times where one guy beats the crap out of the other guy and the other guy gets his hand raised. And what do, you, do you think she's like, well, I got paid by someone? Or do you think she's like, it's what my scorecard says. I don't know. Does she like just stop paying attention in the middle of the fight? Like the guy who's like punching her, she's like, oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. And then just like forgets to mark her sheet. She's an old lady and she has like thick Coke bottle glasses too. You know, it's like, it's. You can't uh, really go after her. Yeah. But... <laughs> you feel bad about it. Maybe she can't see. She seems to have ties with uh, Golden Boy Promotions, Oscar De La Hoya. It seems to, she seems to rule fa- favorably for his stable of fighters, I, I, I think, is the... The presumption the, there? Yeah. That, okay. So. She's like, he's such a good boy. Well, what's, ama- I mean, what's amazing <laughs> to me is, is, like in mining with Bitcoin, like, like what people will do is analyze luckiness. Mm-hmm. You can kind of do that with, with fighting judges. Like, figure out where, like, you know, you, you look at what they're doing. They, they have enough results that you can be like, this person... Consistently votes this way. Well, that's a, that's where the Freakonomics did the analysis, or they talked about the sumo wrestling. Yes. And they looked at, like, how the scores were. I didn't know you listened to that. You're not supposed to, like, divulge my sources. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, that was, they, they made, like, a, they made, like, a two-hour movie where they covered the more interesting topics there. It was, like, that was one of them. That was one of the interesting ones. It really they, was. They did an analysis on, like, the scoring, and, and they realized that the, there was something corrupt going on because it, it the, 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 the outcomes that match up. Yeah. Like, it's not, Yeah. Like you get, you look at a, a judge's history and determine. Th- that's the thing. Like with modern stats and computers to like feed that data into, like it's hard to get away with that shit. It is, but there's no accountability now, you know, because I think the pre- the, the money. Well, what the are they going to do? Arrest you because you're 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 yeah. final. Like they pay out in Vegas based on that. Yeah, and she's already done her work anyway. I'm, it's a get... good it's a good thing that Ethereum contracts don't need oracles because those seem like they would be corruptible. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> is there is there an example of like the luckiest hash in Bitcoin where a miner found it on like super low equipment? Is there anything that like, stands out? I I'm sure that I'm sure that someone would have that story, but I, I don't yeah. know of any. Is that how you'd classify the lucky? Like no, like you you turn on your computer well, for like ten minutes and you're like, boop, found it. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on your like yeah. your like GPU, you like yeah. you like hash like four four times or like it's it's like opening the one candy bar and like you get yeah. the golden ticket. Yeah. It really is going to McDonald's and like pulling the thing and be like boardwalk. Yeah, right. Or, I haven't been to or hashing like, it by hand yeah. and then all of a sudden it hits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to McDonald's in 6 years. I, I just my first soda. I, fucking boardwalk? We had no shot of getting it. We we know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do know that. Did yeah. you read that? That's one of the funniest stories I've ever read in my life. Yeah. Have you read this? What, what is it? So the boardwalk game pieces in McDonald's like it's basically been corruption since like the early '90s. I want to know: Can I get my money back for every fish fillet I ever bought? Oh, because I only bought them to get the pieces. No. Yeah, you, you know story. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, the you guy gave that to me. Yeah, and nine eleven caused the story to get buried, right? Yeah, it was like the perfect time. It really was. Just dead it. That's He's like, right. yes, yeah. thank God, <laughs> terrorists. <laughs> That's the only guy in America who was like, praise the Lord. Yeah. I like the mafia guy take, doing the commercial with the Dodge Viper. Yeah. Like Big Tony. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, I won this Viper. I won this Viper. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's listening doesn't know what we're talking about, um, if you Google, like, I don't know, Monopoly corruption game piece something, it was an article published within the last, like, year and a half. Right? Oh, yeah. It was, it was not that long was ago. Absolutely and a phenomenal an, article. You have to read it. it it's an amazing Every story. major Monopoly prize winner was, Every was fixed. Every single one. Yeah. 
And the irony is when they did it legit, it was a disaster because it went to like a KFC employee, another, oh, yeah. another, guy, <laughs> another guy who beat his wife, like a big domestic battery scandal. It's just so much better when it's fixed. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, if you believe everyone, I, nowadays we just go to white nationalists yeah. every single time. <laughs> oh, another Nazi. <laughs> it, it is funny. I mean, like, it does tell you a little bit about the demographic of, like, those who go to McDonald's regularly enough to win the Boardwalk Prize, I suppose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, where, where, we, where are we delivering this Jeep Cherokee? Oh, it's in the heart of Alabama at a trailer park. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, man. That, that's one of my favorite stories, and like the the, the amazingness is, is how long that was able to go on for. And the weak point in that, by the way, was the bathroom, because that was where he would always do the switching. Oh, right, because he had a, he, there was a spotter. There was a there was spotter a that was yeah. So so basically, and he, he would go take a shit, the, and then he, in, the, in the shitter he would like pull out the boardwalk piece and then like come back out. Yeah. Like no one thought that. Yeah. They didn't know they needed three people. Another guy to watch him shit. Well, I'm not, no, you needed two to stay outside with all the pieces, and then you know, then you could take bathroom breaks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's what you should have had. Yeah, yeah, that's what you should have. You know, and that's and that's how North Korea will be taken down. They only have one person watching another person at the border. Mm. What happens when that guy goes to shit? The other guy runs across into South Korea. Done. <laughs> and then North Korea, then South Korea invades. Um, okay, so, <laughs> so so back to. <laughs> Dude, okay, so consensus consensus laid off thirteen percent of its employees this week. We're gonna get right into it. Yeah, well, by right into it, I mean an hour of content that's just absolutely, <laughs> absolutely inane the, and irrelevant. And then we're gonna start with Bitcoin shit. Fuck this shit. Uh, okay, so, so consensus going through layoffs. Do, do you think this is my favorite my favorite story? By because, the way, because after this, no one no one has to listen to anything because this is the best one. Because people think it's because the like. The, the, the we're in a bear market now. Like the price of Bitcoin just went down. Everything just went down, right? Yeah. No, but it's because consensus is I think, stupid. I think that's been long coming. I think I think that I think that. I, I, excuse me. It seems like a giant indication that they have no good management policy in any. Like, well, what's what's interesting to me is I'm reading this article and it says like way back in the day Joe Lubin was viewed as like this enterprising visionary person, and I'm like you know it's funny to me because like. When when Lubin launched Consensus, my criticism was that it's stupid, mm-hmm. it's on a stupid project, and it's going to fail. So you tell me, who is more visionary, Joe Lubin or me? Because I think it was me. <laughs> and yeah, I was a pessimist, but I wasn't actually a pessimist for any other reason than it's a stupid project, very obviously, and it will fail unless Joe Lubin takes it in a different direction, like focuses on like VR tech or something like that. Mm. That article was pretty damaging. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be tough to recover from that because that's always going to come up. No one's not going to know about that. But who cares? I mean, like he's funding it himself. So like, well, he's already so rich. He doesn't yeah, care. just like it, he's got a perpetual joke, motion jokes money on machine. everybody else, right? So they can write all the bad articles they want. He could he could run this for forty years and never have a profit. But but they're laying off people. Like yeah, because he's realizing he doesn't want to give his money away to stupid projects. I honestly, I think what's going to happen. Is consensus is going to turn into an A16Z? This is my prediction. I think Lubin is going to realize how stupid it is to develop for Ethereum, mm-hmm. how stupid blockchain technology, quote unquote, is. And what he's going to do is he's going to start focusing on like traditional VC investment. He'll probably hire some actual VCs. He'll have an eat what you kill mentality, and he's going to bring in like a manager. And he's going. It's going to become basically the Joseph Lubin family office. 
and they're going to literally do like an A16Z kind of thing where they like, you know, invest in early stage because he's got enough money to do it. And he's going to just kind of pivot like that. And no one will remember when Joseph Lubin ran an idiot, idiotic company. Well, he's got like four top ten hits. Yeah, so. right? <laughs> what, like what? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, Ethereum? Ethereum. I, yeah. I, I like it. Like Novogratz credits Lubin with like him being here in the space, by the way. They both seem to pat each other on the back. They sure do. They, 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 I went to Harvard and Joseph went to Harvard and... He was such a nice man. He still is a nice man. So nice he doesn't know how to run a company. And I I, I take all my invest. I put all my money into Ethereum. <clears throat> I'm like Novogratz. And like he just, like Novogratz is taking all his cues from Lubin, I feel like. And I, I think what's going to happen, I wouldn't be surprised. You wait. Novogratz is going to get fired from his weird firm, whatever that is. He'll probably get sucked into consensus. consensus. They're going to have the, uh, they have their conference, right? So that should be lucrative. And then I think what's going to happen is Novogratz is going to run it like a traditional PEVC firm. Right into the ground. Uh, <laughs> but, but over a long or, period yeah. of time. <laughs> over a long period of time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it, they only, they, what, they're going to make like 4% per year, and, except in good years, and they'll make 9 or 10 or 20%. They'll probably keep a portion of it in, in crypto, but the rest of it is going to go to like, you know, traditional early stage venture capital shit. I think he, he torched the last fund. He was at Fortress Capital or he something. He sure did, yeah. 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 But that's because he put it all into Ethereum. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right at the top! Are all their devs just playing with the uh, dApps? Like, all the consensus So devs? that's what I, I'm wondering. I, this, is, this is a theory that Kevin proposed, and I, I like it. I like it. I think it's an accurate theory. So, so right now, consensus is sort of like a fund for dApps. Mm-hmm. You come to Joseph, Mr. Lubin, Mr. Mr. Lube, and you, you say, I have an idea. And he says, what is it? And you say, refrigerator box time machines. And he says, sounds good to me. How much you want? And you say, four million? And he goes, okay. Wait, just, just give me an Ethereum account to send it to. And so then he sends it, and you're like, thanks. And then you go off and you start actually designing this project. And then what happens is about four months later, you release it, and you have at least seven to ten developers working on refrigerator box time machines. And then you release press releases about your success, and nobody ever uses it. But DAP Radar will show that there's at least 50 to 100, maybe 400 people at most using it every day. So my theory, and this is Kevin's theory, which I stole, is that, <laughs> is that it's, the consensus, it's the other consensus projects trying your stupid DAP, enjoying it, and playing in the office. Yeah. I don't think any work's getting done there. I think they're just all using each other's DAPs. Yeah. That makes sense. And a, called, couple, a couple people haven't done it, obviously. They're probably in big trouble. Right. They're probably the 13% that, that, that got that laid that off. That may be exactly. Like, I'm noticing you well, haven't been using the DAP. <laughs> you, know that, you know that here at Consensus, we have a policy on DAPsturbation. Dapsturbation. <laughs> Dapsturbation. That's when Consensus uses apps that other Consensus projects have developed. It's, yeah. it's, it's the people that have I would, I would imagine Ethereum but, at 1,200 would uh, impact the... Uh, success rate of some of the pitches that are being presented versus Ethereum at $89. Yeah, you'd think so, right? Lubin was yeah. a little bit more... A little more loose with the loose. purse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might say it was lubed up yep. when it was 1800 a coin. Yeah. yeah. What is it now? 89 83 83 bucks? Check it. Everything's Sub 100. Yeah, it's, it's way... It's, it's down. 96 bucks. Yep. Oh, wow. It's up today. It's up, it's up 10% <laughs> uh, here, but... 
Oh, we're back. So it's funny, like we're it's we're coming back. We're, it's roaring back. We're in a we're in a we're in a twenty fourteen oh, twenty fifteen situation. Look right? at this. Yeah, it's bears again. Everything's green. Sweet. Yeah, the blood the bloodletting has stopped. We're coming back now. Yeah. Bitcoin to four hundred thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This this seems like it's just uh, short. You know. It's a, it's a little up right now, but. I don't know. I keep wondering, like, is this going to continue repeating where we have a pump cycle followed by, like, a long, drawn-out... I mean, I feel bad for you in some ways because you got here in, what, 2014? And you you bought in hoping that you'd get a fun ride. Mm -hmm. And it didn't happen for four years. You got a couple, like, attempted pumps, but you got one... You've gotten one pump. I've I've been through one full pump cycle. One pump. But like, I've been through like five. <laughs> like I feel bad for you. Like you're and, and you Why? handled yourself well because they're fun. Well, oh, oh, like I'm, yeah, I, you just, I, you I just missed enough. out. You well, got but, only but, one. But you this know, is the thing that's what's exciting about like if it keeps if it's down and, and it's down like this for a while, like all of these new people, all of the hype goes away, and like we have. But like, how long this, we last? Because like the first, like, like, I, 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 like there may be another pump here to experience. They used to be months apart, then a year apart, and now they're like what is the next one going to be like sixteen years from now? Like, you're going to get – I got so many pump cycles in. You're going to get, like, three in your life. I'll have, like, 18 by the time you die. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All that junk's are there. Yeah. 18 I, I, have, I have stories of the pumps that you wouldn't believe. Yeah. I love the pumps. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I just, I just kind of feel bad for people like you that got here, you know, 2014 waiting for the pump and – Got you know, what's in, funny got, is how many got, people got in, got in late, bro. Yeah, you got in late. Like you just, you know, you could have, you could have been here earlier, um, and you didn't. Yeah, you know, I feel bad, but yeah, thirteen percent are laid off at Coin Census. Consensus. I keep calling it Coin Census. That would have been Coin Census would have been a clever name. Yeah, but they they weren't clever enough. So <laughs> consensus. Yeah, it's consensus. <laughs> it's exactly. I guess that's a clever name too. Better. That's what they're actually doing. Yeah. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so you've seen these tweets that are like, "Oh, there's going to be a lot of talent coming out on the market now that Consensus has lost thirteen percent of the developers." And I'm sitting here thinking, like, why? Like, what? Name one talented developer at Consensus. What have they like designed that's they're so great? They're talking about Twitch streamers, not uh, they're going to be on Twitch playing playing video games. Talent, like, not not dev talent. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, are you like these are guys? Consensus guys, as we've shown, are really really good at firing up apps and using them. Yeah. <laughs> so like, maybe they could go into consultancy. Like like, oh, I hey uh, Jerry, I know that you were laid off from Consensus. I've been trying to like figure out how to use this CryptoKitties app. Can you show me? And like, oh, uh, yeah, for like ten bucks. You know, yeah. maybe that's what they're good at. I don't know, but they're not good at building apps. And you know how I know? Because no one uses any DApps. So, well, they're shit. They, they are. They might be blockchain devs. So they have S- some skills. Great, but they're going to end up taking jobs that are not in using any of this. Yeah, stuff. Where, where are they going to work? Well, what, what are they going to do? Well. They're probably going to just go to I don't know, Coinbase, or, or Google, or get out of get out of the yeah. Go be a dev. Go be a dev in the some problem, other spa- space. The problem with consensus devs is that they're going to have some real stupid ideas. Like, what do they think they're going to leave consensus and go work on like a worthwhile blockchain project? Like, I, I wanted to leave anyways. They're going to go work for Laramie. I wanted to leave it. Yeah, I <laughs> wanted to leave anyways. Leave. I had some great ideas <laughs> about blockchain projects that I was. Being stifled from making. Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? Like, go make a better blockchain project than what they made at Consensus? All of those successful blockchain projects. The Forbes article that has this is amazing. Have you? Did you read it? Which one? The Forbes article that was like talking about the failure of Consensus. Oh yeah. Forbes. Yeah. And they have a, a list there of a lot of the DApps, and so like one of the DApps is 
uh, Bountiful. Bountiful, mm-hmm. I think it was called. And it's a dApp where you can like hire people to do work. And the big claim was they've already they launched in October 2017, and they've already, already delivered $250,000 worth of work. So people have like been matched, people looking for work, and people who have like work that they need to like find workers for. Mm-hmm. $250,000 worth of jobs have been found for which they've made a modest profit. <laughs> modest being less than 50000 and they have seven developers working on it. <laughs> So they, you think about it, like, and let's. So I get on, I get on uh, Twitter, and I, I like, I tweet about this. And one of the, one of the, I guess the CEO of the company or whatever it is gets on and goes, "Uh, uh-uh, it's four hundred fifty thousand now." And I'm like, "Okay, so you have four hundred fifty thousand. Like, what does a dev make in Silicon Valley? It's probably two hundred two twenty five. So you've delivered for, 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 for like, you know, let's say senior level or special, yeah. somewhat specialized yeah. talent. Let's so say, you've okay. delivered. Two special two senior devs worth of salaries mm-hmm. on your platform that you have used seven senior devs worth of work to do for two years. Well done. <laughs> it's actually worse than that because isn't it like a lot of participants? Isn't it like many deals that add up to that? So like handling yes. handling the every single yeah. It's not like one placement well, of like, like a. Yeah. I think Forbes like Forbes is being generous with the word profit. Because he said they, oh, they've no, earned fifty thousand dollars in profit. If you have seven employees, all of which are value your time at zero. Yeah, unless your value, unless your time is valued <laughs> at zero dollars, <laughs> there's no profits. Yeah, that's no shot. that's that's revenue, and they, they they paid salaries with it. So you're telling me that what what they actually made, what they actually did was they lost all of the the actual salaries of those developers. So like. Let's not be fast and loose with the word profits anymore. Come on, Forbes. You're better than that. You know how to read a balance sheet. That's retarded. They didn't make $50,000. They revenued $50,000. They moved $450,000 in cash. And uh, they paid seven developers with Joseph Lubin's money, which is excellent. I want to work there. I feel like I could call myself a developer and get a job on any of these projects and not do anything. I'll just be like, I'm using other dApps. That's my job here. Yeah. If you add in the arrogance that comes with buying a couple coins and hitting a bull run and having some change in your pocket, it's a deadly combination. It really is. You should apply as a project manager. That's or or I mean, a product like, developer. Or like I, I, I want to like, know what kind of I, – I, yeah. like, I, would, I, would I would go to Joseph uh, Lubin. Lubin. I'm trying to think of a clever last name for him, but I can't because I feel like Lubin is pretty bad. <laughs> as it is. <laughs> Lubin. Lubin. Uh, Joseph, I'd go to Joseph and be like, Mr. Lubin, I have this idea. Decentralized Twitter on the blockchain. And he'd be like, that sounds like a great idea. And I would do it. I know exactly how to build it. It would take me two weeks. We'd build it. We'd get zero users. And I would just take a salary for two years, you know, putting press releases out about decentralized Twitter. It's a great idea for a hackathon. And I I, I think that I could probably get three or four million of his dollars for it. So if I could do that, that'd be great. Right? Oh, yeah. And I would be profitable according to Forbes. Yeah. Decentralized Twitter is a profitable venture. Yeah. Although I did see a dab this week that I really like called Go Pony. Okay, what about it? It's where you so so Go Pony is you raise a pony on their website, and then you can race it, and people can bet on it. Okay. Oh, it's like Pokemon. But yeah. You can bet on the, the winner. Of course, of course yeah. you like that. So it made me think. You uh-huh. should. Someone should do this with Bitcoin, where they build a website where you just have a bunch of games, like competitive games, 
and you build up a history on this website of competitive games. And then what you do is you open up the API or you open it up to the world and you let people just start making bets on your website against the, the gamers on, in each game for which you can see each of their records. And the website handles, you know, basically the outputs and the signatures and, and like, sends money to whoever bet on the right person. That's it. Done. So basically just betting on, like, what... So so if I build a reviewation, yeah, just make a bunch of games and like like make them make them a name, the kinds of like typing racer, you know, and like like just have type racer go, and then like you have people bet on each individual game. If if nobody bets, that's fine. You're just like doing it to build up your score. But like if somebody wants to, they can come in and throw a few bucks in and try to bet on who's going to win the win the game. You have a pot. You would also have you could also have people throwing those games. Sure. Don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So just just a very like um, sounds little, like go sounds like go pony yeah a little side <laughs> here's five bucks if you lose the game I'll send you another five sounds good that sounds if like a you, lot yeah. a lot of a lot of the risk in calculating yeah. how much you're gonna win in each bet is uh, it seems like you know that'd be you'd put right, that right in because here's <laughs> the thing like it's it's all public so like if you do it and you see that like every you know you could analyze that data every time he's up against this person uh, you know he loses. You know, eventually that you know, you'd probably be able to calculate that in and, and bet that he's like a guy who throws games. It'd be weird. I, I don't know that it would work, but it's exactly what Go Pony is. That's cool. It'd be cool if someone was nimble enough to provide odds on, you know, one of the famous Twitch streamers playing somebody else in a duel or something. Well, you if know, you could, to... if you could just bet on it, you could have live odds. Like the, 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 the computer could just calculate them. You can buy and sell odds essentially. I have high hopes for esports and. If I'm half right on that, the the betting market around that is going to be one of the biggest things in the world. I don't think there's. I think that you're going to have stadiums filled with people on their phones sending Bitcoin back and forth, and it will be like per game, two hundred yeah. million dollars. It'll be just obscene, four yeah. billion dollars. Yeah, I, I think that esports will see betting unlike anything we've ever seen. Because we're about to see betting in real sports unlike anything we've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, they're signing partner. All the major leagues are signing partnerships. We'll, we'll see. Because I think that esports is going to eclipse it so far that people will just stop betting on like. Football, yeah, because you can you can watch someone play and then fire up your system and play it yourself within seconds of right. watching somebody else. Like, you can't go play football. Or so you, can't, you you do football. It's yeah. hours before you find out whether you win or not. You play Fortnite twenty minutes. Yeah, and there's hundreds of millions of dollars in liquidity there. Rocket League matches five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> like I, I just don't see how football. Like to me, it's it like seems turbo. like turbo. Like, yeah, yeah it's like, it seems like like the thing with betting is interesting small amounts, like, higher frequency. It's 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 just betting insane. on steroids, right? Yeah. So like I don't see why anyone would ever bet on football again in a world where esports takes over. So boring. In a world where there's so many bad calls and there's so many holding penalties and controversial. Like, like, why would I but, watch football? It's like, like it's but, so long. It's like three hours. But, yeah, and, and and like the low time of games with like that that high volume, like you're you're the thrill of betting. You're you could bet so constantly. much money. Think about the think about the endorphins in your head betting constantly on like Fortnite, and not just that. How many Fortnite games are going on at once? Three hundred, five hundred, a thousand. Yeah, you could uh, bet on every one of them. I bet there's more. Yeah, ten thousand, tens of thousands of games. It, it could generally. be at any given time. There's ten thousand servers spun up on Fortnite, and you could bet on each one. Like I, I see that, and I think to myself, like football betting is dead. I don't know if I'm right. I don't know much about gambling. Yeah. But that I don't see why you'd bet on that if you can bet on ten thousand games. Like if your if your goal is actually positive EV, it would seem to me that you could do a lot better betting on ten thousand games at once than on four games in a you know or sixteen games in a day. 
Does Fortnite like do, do they? Does the company and that means work? that football's dead. By the way, does the game um, like if you're if you're tracking certain players and you wanted to see like all of their scores and outcomes, like do they provide that data? Right or now, is it you, like, right now you really can't. It's not or is easy. it like other? Is it like like people on Twitch and shit providing like data for? Right now you really can't. There's, there's, there's like Fortnite tracker. Yeah. I don't know what they. Squ- I'm not that good at Fortnite to to look at my stats. I so. do, and I get embarrassed. <laughs> I'm kind of like sad. Like <sighs> I'm so bad. Uh, well, yeah. You're better than me because because do you think it might be like a uh, there may be a profit in making a service that analyzes like live streams to yeah d- do dude, third party the amount of, the amount of money yeah. that will be made by somebody who who sets up a website that just literally gives you the ability to analyze players yeah they will make you know so much money check out this idea this came just off the top of my head imagine someone who's really really good at Fortnite someone that can get 10, 12 kills a game and offering them a prop bet. Say like five to one that they can't win a solo, and there's a hundred people in the room. Yeah, or you know some low odds, and they think they can do it. You know, kind of be like a handicap. They go seven to one that you can't win the solo on your own, and it would probably you. you, It's based on that individual game. Based on that individual game. So you you know you know as well as I do that like they might get a lot of kills, but like they're they're, they win one. A great player wins one in six, one in seven. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're giving them eight to one, it's still good value for them. Yeah. And it would still be exciting to watch. It would be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. Oh, That'd man. be a way to offer like real time. Well, what happens? Well, what if Twitch just lets you do that? Like what if, what if there's a service that like you literally could watch a streamer and uh, you could be the Oracle, you know, you like, it just builds a history for you. And all you do is you offer the prop bet and, and people can put their money in it. You can make a maximum amount that you're willing to fund. This is one of those things. I'm sure they already do it. The more that I think about it, but maybe not. It's there's Twitch is so betting oriented already. It is insane. From but, but I don't know, like Kevin. Like, what if you just literally had a site where you could literally just go on there and offer the odds and and direct people to that unique URL, and yeah. then they could start sending money in. You could just say there's a maximum amount of money that can be sent in. It's you know two hundred dollars, eight to one odds. Yeah. The, the the issue I have is like the the server connection like closes the, in three minutes. Here's here's all of the possible and, and and then what you do is like as a person you register and all it does is it like starts giving you uh, it gives you a rating. It has everybody who bet give you a rating so yeah. that people can know whether you are a person they could trust. But when you have to be on PC because of the advantage, I mean console players would be pretty much. Uh, well, when, I'm just saying for you, you could yeah. like, anyone could go on and make the bet. So you, you just go on there and say like. I'm betting on this streamer. He's going to win, eight to one. I'll, you just be a bookie, like be a bookie. Sure. Or can he pull yeah. off like a move, like a snipe over 200 meters yeah. in this match? Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. Like a cool that you could get interesting with. And, the, and what you do is you can you could you could like live change that. Like it would be such an easy interface. Just creates a Bitcoin address. Anyone can bet to it, and you can set a time where it stops accepting stuff. I I think that would be the kind of service. It would be like uh, what was Charlie Shrem's service? Bit, bit instant, bit instant. Yeah, like where, where, like you do that kind of thing. It would just like it, it, like very quick. It'd be the kind of thing. It would be like a simple, like very texty type interface you could do. I, that kind of thing would be very interesting to me. Like you as the oracle, you literally, you are the oracle. You, you are putting your reputation on the line, and you know people could go on there, find people that like you'd, you'd literally be able to calculate the odds of someone actually like being correct about things. Because I think that this like idea. That, well, you like, actually have. You actually have footage of the match recorded. So if you disputed it, you, you submit footage. I mean, they have pretty cool protocol in place they, right now. They could even KYC each bookie, right? 
Something like that. I don't. I don't know. But like, I just just the idea where like you as a bookie are responsible for like that, and it's just reputation based. I'll bet you. I'll bet you that would disrupt hugely the betting economy if you had like individuals making making those bets. Yeah. Because you have ten thousand games going on. You have a million gamblers watching them. Like you don't think that like, hey, everybody in this chat room, I'm gonna make a prop bet for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna open a prop bet. I'm gonna you know whatever. Yeah. You you have to fund it to the max amount. Like you put I don't know if it's a uh, eight to one and and uh, you're willing to take two hundred dollars, put it in there. You put you fund it with sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So now you you're in, and now everyone else can like put their money in against you. They just did a thing with golf where Tiger Woods played Phil Mickelson, and they had a bunch of prop bets on the eighteen hole match. I think Phil Mickelson bet. 200 grand that he was going to birdie the first hole. Really? And, and lost. Yeah, but all the money went to charity. So I like really, that. Yeah, it was good, but... It's cute. Yeah, it's cute. But yeah, I mean, that, that kind of thing to me, like, I, I don't see why... I mean, that, that's, that seems to me to be perfect for Bitcoin. Perfect. Yeah, but Twitch, I, I would see them just doing it on their platform with their own... Their bits. I, I think you couldn't do... I think you'd have to do... A like BTCE sort of thing, where like nobody knows who owns the site. I don't think you could last very long. But you know, to, to me, I, I look at that it, like there's so many betting things that I could see like Bitcoin like revolutionizing. And I think you're right though. Esports are I think they're that's the gold mine. If you could do small amounts, uh, like a quarter, or ten cents, it would be pretty cool too. Lightning Network. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? So the, the articles I've been seeing lately talk about how the capacity is up to over 450 Bitcoin now and the number of nodes is growing. And um, where do you think we're at with that? Uh, I, I am strongly of the belief that Lightning will become what is considered layer one Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin itself will be the like sub layer that nobody really understands. Layer zero. Yeah, layer zero. And I think that layer one will be... Lightning. That's going to be the onboarding, offboarding. Is anyone talking about tackling the recurring payment uh, problem with with Lightning, with have, funding way, a channel and like having like a hundred bucks in it? it? Sure, but but what's the point of that? Like, I think the only way to do that maybe you have like multiple subscriptions and you just got to maintain a hundred dollar balance, like you're topping off a sun pass. That'd be nice, and then and then you you would uh, open it up to people, sort of like what Twitter does, and then you can go cancel them from your end. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be that'd be neat. That'd be that'd be great actually. Um, I think the other alternative is to have like a bank. Do what? Like, like have a Bitcoin bank, essentially, that like is in control of your private keys. We do that same thing. But mm -hmm. yeah, I don't see why you couldn't do that with Lightning. It's just like a what NLTV transaction, I imagine. And yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't see why. Like, you if you want that. to qualify for the subscription, you have to have at least a hundred dollar balance. We're never going to take more than five bucks a month, but you have to maintain that in order to right. So, so put as many as you want in, yeah. and then it'll just like. It's it's an interesting proposition. I, I don't I don't know I, what you can do there. I've been I've been playing with it and, it, and you love lightning. You've been yeah. doing more than anyone else I know. Yeah, you love Satoshi's place. It's, uh, <laughs> if anyone, I can do it, anyone to... can do it. It's encouraging. Yeah. from from what I see, you, it's it's amazing because I'm. You've been painting on there, putting the Merkle report everywhere. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to <laughs> and it's cheap lately. Yeah, really cheap. <laughs> like you, what does it take to take the whole thing? If you wanted to like take over the thing. Three bucks? Well, uh, seven dollars? No, the whole bucks? thing? No, I think it was like $67 if you wanted to paint the whole thing. But that was a long time ago. That was... When I last checked, it was... The, the was guy like, running that site is probably making 
40 bucks a day doing nothing. He, he posts the stats on the very Does bottom. He? It has the number of... How much is he making? I haven't done the math on it, but it actually says how many Satoshis are bought and how many transactions. Because that was like everyone was asking for that counter to be added. Everyone wants to know. Yeah. It's funny because nobody would care. So let's... Okay, I'm, I'm here. Um, 14 transactions per day. Yeah, it's not many. No. I, no, that's not... Can't be right. Is that right? That's what it says. 14 transactions per day. That's yeah, it might be right. last 24 hours. Um, and they're small, right? They're probably seven dollars. No, ten dollars. No, like three dollars. No, two dollars. Not even close. Five dollars. Two and a half cents. What I would say it was probably the median transaction. Did you notice I went from two to five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're tiny. They're tiny because most people just will hand, you know, just take uh, the pencil st- a stencil and just. Do a couple pixels. You could just do like a little circle for a tenth of a but cent. But is each pixel transaction? Or each pixel is you... a Satoshi. Yeah, but like, don't you do like one big transaction for like all the pixels you do together, or is it like every every? Well, pixel what you, you have on there, people are doing images, which is a solid block of pixels. Those are those get ex- more expensive. And that's one transaction, right? Yeah, yeah. You could do layers if you wanted. You could layer it, <laughs> 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 which I've done. <laughs> I've done it I, I layers. love it, dude. I, I really yeah. like this. I think it's no, but most of the transactions, like like you do a little touch up, and it'll cost you like a penny. You know, so someone comes and goes over your space, and then you just uh, you spend like a penny to clean it. Just... If you've never seen this guy, Satoshi's dot place is it's the most, in my opinion, the most relevant, interesting thing that's been done on Lightning Network so far. Just as far as like a use case. It's very similar to the million dollar homepage idea, yeah. kind of that well, was popular on the internet. It's only Lightning. I own tons of those links. <laughs> I bet you do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only lightning project that's gotten a lot of like attention yeah. and traction. I so I crawled the million dollar homepage every few months just to see like which links have died because so many of them were shit sites. Yeah, and just like tons of them have, are just no longer available. So like the sites you can buy, I just buy them for fun. I think it's funny just to have them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they do some lightning hackathon where they invited the guy from Satoshi's place to attend and a, bu- a bunch of other people do lightning projects in New York? Did did you hear anything interesting come out of so that? So the coolest thing, I think, that is kind of cool right now is called Jewel. Oh, it's e-cigarettes. And it's a uh, it's essentially a Chrome, um, what do you call it, Chrome app? Chrome browser. I'm glad you brought that up. And, it, and it, it's just a very, very easy interface that hooks up to your Is it like lightning MetaMask, deck? essentially? Yeah, it's, like okay, it's kind of like a MetaMask for Lightning. You still like, you still need to connect it to a Lightning node, but now you I have I only know very... about MetaMask because I was playing GoPony this week. Actually... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. My that... pony has wings. Yeah. Which isn't real. It's not real. If your pony has wings and can't fly... It's, that's just stupid. That's so dumb. And if it can fly, it definitely wins the race. But Anyhow, just moving on. Makes the whole concept just so, so bad. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was that that came out of um, I think that came out of one of the hackathons that that went on. Like there have been other few there have been other projects that like seem more on the like fun side with lightning, or people are like, oh, we're trying to like do like a infrastructure thing, but. Anything I've seen lightning, and to be honest, I've dropped off of my like paying attention to the things that have been going on. There are more like discussions about AMP and like wh- where is L two going? And, oh, and Wumbo. People are talking about Wumbo. 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 Do you know Wumbo. the Wumbo meme? Do you know the Wumbo thing? No. What well, Wumbo is a proposal? I feel so out of it. Like I feel like Sean's in Bitcoin, and I'm just kind of sitting there like, "Hey, Sean, <laughs> what's going on?" 
Well, it's but no, not really because like I actually never did the Satoshi's place thing. Like I, I never, tr- I never played oh, with that. I played with the other. I, I was like, well, everyone's into Satoshi's place. I'm gonna play with like these other apps that are around, but like no one ever, you know, one ever played with the other. Like, I, I think that Kevin is the most prolific <laughs> Satoshi's place artist. Yeah, ever. I see 14 transactions. I'm like, I bet yeah, yeah. eight of them were, were Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've done spurts. I've, I, I disappeared for a yeah, couple yeah. months. It, it, I, I'm, I was, I had higher hopes for it gaining traction, and uh, it, it's kind of like a. Dead, I don't think it can gain traction. I don't think that that kind of thing can. Or, or, uh, or maybe we saw other iterations of it by now. With uh, I, I thought like a cool concept would be like increasing the price of Pixel to like create like, oh, like a betting art. thing. Yeah. So like this, this, this one's staying until someone pays more. Yeah, yeah, and and I've in the Telegram group they've had, I've kind of tracked every discussion about that. There's been some interesting ideas proposed about that, but yeah, I don't think a thing like that can can gain traction. It's it's very small. It's not like a lot of people want. Well, I, there's I, not that many people on Lightning to I begin meant, with. I meant more oh. the idea that you can do eighty transactions. And they're all like two cents, one cent, four cents, seven cents. But I think it serves a purpose cents. of like showing that. I think it does yeah. show that, and that was the point of it. Because it works really easy. It's fucking and it, it's amazing. It has worked really easy. So, so Lightning Koala, who did Satoshi's place, Lightning yes, Koala. he has a new project. Um, that's a chess game. Oh, that was from the hackathon, I believe. That I th- yeah, that makes, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, you pay you pay a Satoshi to like move the piece, or is this an email to enter? It just says become a. Bit. I mean, I do like the idea, of, like using, it, like, hey, there's an advertisement that I hate. I'd like to pay to remove that thing. One Satoshi gone. I think, yeah, I think uh, Yalls.org did something like that, where you would pay to like post or see content. See content, yeah. yeah. Like you just you pay a tiny amount. And well, like, they're, 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 they're they're really cool apps to at least like build and test out. It's just, do you want? Are you looking for something that like is getting like? Use and seems like an like an actual viable idea, or are you like more like creative? We're like, gonna do that in Merkle fun. report where like every time you click on a story, it brings you to like a, a page in the middle. It says, "Ah, oh, well, we could show this to you, but gotta pay." We should do that. We gotta pay. We should get. We should get a lightning. Gotta pay. Three cents. It's a story you really want to see. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go to Google. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that, but yeah, like the, uh, I think I think I think the lightning stuff's really exciting. I, I honestly think that it serves its purpose. I don't think that it can be a popular, a really popular site, uh, pixel wise. I don't think that's like the kind of thing that like gets a huge amount of traction. I think it gets traction once. Like well, nobody I, goes I was, to million dollar homepage anymore. I, I was thinking for some of the offshore betting sites that are really embracing Bitcoin. Yeah. I was hoping to see some of them. Test out a lightning channel, or if you want to, they're the latest to do anything. They probably don't want you having an easy way to take money on and off, too. I don't think that's it. I think, I think honestly, yeah, because I I think what's going on there is I think they just are going to be the last. So you have to have a first mover in every situation. There will be a site that does it. Every gambler will move to that, and then every other gambling site will do it. So could you? Do you have a? idea of where the first mover is going to come from i bet nitrogen sports would be someone but who would that's do that. that's exactly that's the offshore book essentially yeah, yeah. i'm just saying like they'll probably yeah. do it and they'll probably do it in like a year and a half but the thing is there's the fees are or are, are on chain are four cents if yeah, you want to wait the thing. so really there's no incentive right at all so, so like like we can wait and then what's going to happen i wouldn't be surprised if we have another weird fee run up it would almost take something like that yeah 
And, and yeah. if we have a fee run up, it's going to be just okay, guys. We got to pull the trigger. This is actually easier than the other way you were doing it. Yeah. Like, not, I, that yeah. wouldn't surprise me. And I mean, it's cheaper. <laughs> the more people that get on main layer, like z- layer zero, um, you know, the, the, the more expensive it gets if there's lots of transactions. So, like, I don't know. I mean, you see Bitcoin going up, 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 just like it did this last time. It, it, at that moment, you're going to have too many users coming on board. Too many. I don't know why Lightning, I don't know why, like, Coinbase, for example, wouldn't, wouldn't only send to Lightning wallets. So Brian Armstrong is talking Bitcoin again. He, well, he said Bitcoin multiple and then, times. And then, like, yeah, it just caught me off guard. In a video, he's like, ah, Bitcoin. <laughs> Shit, dude, Bitcoin is like it's the un. It's like it was cryptocurrency for, for a long yeah, time. Yeah, cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency. Only, yeah, yeah, but now it's he's, he seems to be back to some Bitcoin talk. I, you know what's going on? I think that every other crypto, like the way that they're sinking right now in this like bear market, is insane. Bitcoin's doing what it normally does. It sinks a lot, way, way down, way, yeah, but, way, way down. <laughs> but everything, everything goes down even more. Yeah. Um, I talk, There are a few people I talked to who all made, they, they all made like $1,000 bet each or something. They, some amount back in January, like they, they just got in in January at the height and the they they, they, they went on the flipping. They, they wanted they wanted to see who would lose the least amount of money by now. And the person that won, I was like, "What'd you put it in?" And they were like, "I just put everything into Bitcoin." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as I was asking, I'm like, "I bet, I bet, I bet, I bet it was just Bitcoin because." I, I've met a number of people who I knew got in in January, February. Like, I, I know a lot of those guys who like came to me and were telling me like, "Hey, have you heard of this thing?" ICOs and like, of course, I've heard of them, you idiot. Mm-hmm. And they were, uh, they were all telling me recently. Every one of them, amazingly, I, like they're they're, I can't believe it. Every single one of them sold just before the markets crashed. Every single one. Not. I mean, like every they all tell me they did. I'm just like you guys. There's no way any of you sold anything. None of you. I know you're losing your shirts. Mm-hmm. Every one of you. They put in so much fucking money, and they were believers. Like, this I think, I think you could say lost your shirts at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I think the shirt's gone. What, what did I say? Losing. Yeah. Like, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, already, it's off. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's gone. Yeah, you, you, you have lost your shirt. You were negative. Like, yep. there's no way. Every single one of them claims that they sold right before the, everything went down. Every one. I think a lot of them might actually be negative if, if, of course they, they are. if with the trading that the way it happened, the way that the tax code is going to apl- apply, the way that I see it, um, I think a lot of people have created a, a, a nightmare situation for themselves where they owe more money than they're probably ever going to be able to save in their life. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me for a second. And I'm not even kidding. You I know, believe like, that. If you got a six figure tax bill and you're hoping to make 60 grand a year, yeah, you're done. 40 grand a yeah, year. Yeah, you're done. That's never getting paid. No. The IRS owns your shit now. Yeah. That'll be at a million with interest and penalties. Oh, because yeah. because they were like they were trading like on the way up. Or? Had a bunch of gains. Probably flipped in and out of ten coins and made profit on all of them, one to the next. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people fit that profile, I think. And it seems like the IRS is gonna be carefully examining or carefully. Well they had they had those. ten successive winning trades over uh, the hottest stretch in the ICO market and then let it ride on a, another coin where they lost it all, but in a different calendar year they're gonna realize that loss and only be able to write off three thousand yeah. of it. 
<laughs> it's crazy. I, I, I feel like it can happen easier than you like, think. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel almost, like the IRS is gonna have to like do a lot of forgiveness here. Uh, <laughs> I know, but kind of it's like. What do you what do you do when it's a bunch of like eighteen year olds, nineteen year olds, twenty year olds? Well, maybe there'll be, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe they might not come after it until they're twenty five. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. It doesn't go away. It's you, you know you did that. So. Yeah. Very strange. I think a lot of people aren't aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's gonna get weird. Yeah. But yeah, it just seems like it's it's. You know, if you're somebody who like was in a situation and you you were trying to do diligence by like reporting everything, and well, not even you might think you started with some amount of money and now you lost it all, yeah. but you don't understand how the tax code applies. Correct. Yeah. So you might think you're fine. I started with ten grand and now I have zero. So what what could I possibly owe? Yeah. Mm. And that's not accurate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, the the only other markets that an individual could do. Those types of trades and owe that much taxes on are much more regulated, like market, like and it happens get... there too. Oh yeah, that's not even uncommon in a way. But could you argue that because this industry is so, like, kids can literally just walk in and start making these trades? It, it's it, it's not a viable like there is there's forgiveness there or it's just not maybe if you're a kid but IRS there's pursues. plenty of people who are 18 and up that did it too so even if you forgave the 16 year olds there's plenty of people who were 19 20 21 22 23 right. 24 mm-hmm. 25 which is plenty insane. Yeah. yeah you know you're like yeah like because some of these guys i don't know what they made but like they might have made three four hundred thousand dollars on a trade Right, yep. like they they flipped out of a, a coin. They they were up a hundred thousand. Mm. They flipped it into something else, and now now what? Mm. They owe tax on a hundred thousand. Some of them made millions, and now they're back down to like thirty thousand, fifty thousand dollars, thinking that they're gonna you know flip it into Bitcoin or something. But yeah, you can only realize what three thousand dollars in losses. Carry that forward. Yeah. Mm. Which I mean, that might be a stupid law. I don't know, but like that's that's the reality of it. Hmm. It was interesting to see how that uh, how that plays out. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> it's. I mean, I, I I do have some sympathy for it. I, I like. I, it's kids, you know. Like who who here knew any? Like we're not professional traders, right? We don't know. Mm. And it doesn't surprise me if that if that occurs. That wouldn't surprise me for a second. And, and like, yeah, ignorance it, is no defense. Of the, I agree. Of law. Yeah, and, well, I agree. And that's how they. That's the lens that they're gonna. Of course, apply. they're going to. Like, well, I, I don't agree in that I think it is a good defense, but I don't think it will work for anybody like coming up against the IRS. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. No, I, I think that it's I think that that's gonna be a big problem for some people this year. Particularly like those like what like the Wolf of Poloniex type guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Assuming they haven't. Yeah. Oh, I think they're still around. You know? I, I think it's gonna be big like a big issue for people. I mean, I, I I've come across a few different of these people in the last that got in in 2017. Yeah, started trading, and you know, they kind of they kind of mentioned how much money they made. Yeah. Well, there was a post about a kid that like he did his taxes and came out that he owed like 400 grand or something. He was like, I think is my life ruined? Like, I'm a young guy. I'm a college kid. I'm a college. Well, what, guy. what do you do when Bitcoin's down too? Like the thing you probably thought you were going to put it into mm. at the end, right? So you get out of these things, you put them into Bitcoin, like you know. What are you going to do? You just lost a shit ton. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Yeah, I don't know. Learn a valuable lesson. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and expensive. Yeah, it's very expensive. expensive. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know what these guys are going to do because that's like that's a big that's a big amount. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So it's Paraguay. Paraguay is doing these. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Back to these. Notes. Well, I don't know. Like, there's, there's more shit. <laughs> this was the Paraguay thing. They're playing a mining farm. Yeah, and you were like, yeah, well, bye bye Paraguay, because you know that, they might be canceling that plan. I heard Paraguay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's 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 Is it Paraguay like the shittiest Latin American country or I don't South know. American? Country? No one's ever heard of it. I think Anthony Bourdain's episode. It was the worst episode. Like, really? Something interesting about like he was just like t- like some guy. There was a, he actually hung out with a German guy, like an older German guy, and I'm like, oh, remember how a lot of like Nazis came to like Argentina and. I think a lot set up in Paraguay. You know how uh, there's a history of Latin American dictators that did horrible things? Yeah. They had, like, the worst, and who was also, like, really incompetent. Nice. And I think they're... And they're landlocked. Like, they're just a bad country. Like, I think the country just sucks. So, like, this was, like, an article saying that they want to set up a mining farm. Like, they want to, like, come on in and mine. Like, come take our energy. Well, everybody seems to think that that's what they want. Yeah. All of these countries are, like, doing that. It's just... It's such a dumb idea. Mm. Well, they claim that they export eighty percent of the energy right now, so that they have an abundance of it. Really? Yeah. Um, not, not for long. Yeah. Well, I, well, I wonder, <laughs> I, well that's, that's the thing. Like, I wonder what that's going to do to their economy, right? Yeah. If they can make more money by keeping it than sending it out, then what's the problem? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Bitcoin's flat right now, so like, what's going to happen there? Yeah. Well, they. You mean like? Well, the price yeah. is down probably 35% yeah. since that article. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it's But it, in, in a way, would it almost be better for them if they're actually trying? Is, is that the proper way to look at it? That with the with the hashing difficulty going down, that they're, what, how many terawatt farm are they, were they looking to do? Is that more lucrative now that the difficulty is lower? Uh, they have a power. Probably they mentioned a power plant here that has an output of 103 terawatts. So they want the lower difficulty, right? Like, I would. I would, would think. That I don't be know. Better like, for the project. I don't know. You understand like, what I'm asking? Yeah, or? I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, th- I, this whole. What's funny is this week I've seen a lot of people talking about like the mining shit mm. and how it's uh, how like mining is below the cost of mining now. So like you know Bitcoin's going to zero. Yeah. Right. So I mean that, that I mean, that's bullshit. The that's so spiral. stupid. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, term. that ain't happening. Um, but like, I, I just I think that like as the difficulty goes down, I mean, I think mining is just going to adjust. I don't know that this matters at all. But like, I, I do think it's funny when countries are inviting miners in. I I I don't think that they're going to make more money because they have miners in their country than they would you know exporting it. I, I don't know that I buy that. Yeah, it's more likely that they think that. You yeah, know, obviously agreed. that's why they're doing it. But agreed. yeah, when it comes down to it, the difficulty goes right up, and Correct. that farm is obsolete, and they spent all that money. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know at all. Like, but I mean, if you know, it, if it will congregate in areas that have cheap energy, and they do export eighty percent of the energy, then it would seem like an ideal candidate. Depending on how much you make on that exportation. Right. Yeah, it's got to be like, pretty expensive. I mean. It yeah. might be expensive to export. It might be cheaper to like mine the Bitcoin right there. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised for a second if they are able to export in a way that like is really you know really good. So I, I saw I forget who brought this argument up, but uh, it talked about how people would mine 
like in in the face of profitability the same way people maintain an army today and and, and don't use it just to you know have that wouldn't surprise I mean I've I've been making the argument for a while that like there are people that need mining and they may do it at a loss. I mean who knows? That may be the case. Well, it may end up going in that direction if Bitcoin was d- being conducted at a very large scale by a lot of entities globally. Right. Banks and everything else. Like they also, would, take, like I could they would take the loss because it's needed to sustain the infrastructure. They just had, you know, they had the reason to do it. Right. But what's gained by, by mining that's not gained by running a full node? Uh... By these countries? I mean, I think the only thing that they would claim is that instead of exporting the energy, they're, like, using it there to, you know, build an asset or something. But I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what the... I, I, honestly, I don't know what the math is necessarily on this, but, like, I, I can't imagine. Like, it would surprise me if they make more money mining than exporting. I, I'm kind of wait. I, I'm surprised if they actually go through, follow through with construction. It feels like one of those... Uh, posters that you see like pre-construction of what the building's going to look yeah. like and it never, it never gets built I, I would say it's less than a coin flip even with that article right think now so? that it actually that it actually follows through with uh, I, I don't know maybe i could be dead wrong maybe they've already broke ground but i mean that's uh it, it might happen remember when uh, the country of georgia was like oh we're, we're gonna like be open to miners and i think bitfury moved in there like i remember with like the bitfury guys like being out of or being in the country of Georgia like right. a few years ago as if like maybe maybe a couple of these mining operations are going to be able to like like they'll enter Paraguay and Paraguay yeah and I don't know like I could I, I, I could see it actually maybe going through but I don't know yeah I don't know I mean like if maybe Bitfury like I don't know who's going to go there I, I'm, I'm curious as to like the economics of it I really don't know but like I again like Countries asking for miners to come seems like a like please come destroy my country, please come destroy it. Mm. I beg you. Seems like a really bad idea. But yeah. Did you see that? Okay, so the the Atlanta ransomware guys. Remember that? That Atlanta yeah. was like shut down for like a week. Yeah. And uh, it was done because there's like a ransomware attack citywide. They caught them. I think. We think they. We did. think they caught them. And they were uh, Iranian. Iranians. And then they blacklisted their addresses. I saw part of that uh, that thing you did with uh, Sasha, and I think you talked about the Iranian blacklist of the or the the what, what's the organization that did it? OFAC. OFAC. So what is OFAC? It's it's essentially like you know a list of people you can't transact with. It's, okay. To me, it seems weird that they would add an address. That was my point with Sasha. Like adding an address to OFAC seems like a really dumb idea, because I mean in this in this in this space, you, you, if you want to like. You know, add a, have a new address. You just you click it with a button. Mm-hmm. You know, use your thumb. Like you, just, you generate a new address. So I, I don't know. Like it seems, uh, it seems to me that you know the the address the address thing is kind of a dumb thing to add to OFAC. I would think you'd add people to OFAC and not the address itself. I think they're just waving the white flag of ignorance. Yeah, I, I think you're kind of right. I, I don't really know. Like it just seems kind of crazy to me that you would have uh, that address. You know, addresses on the OFAC list. And and nothing else like mm-hmm. it, like you, you know these people it, it's not it's not person based it seems like OFAC would be a person based list I mean the question that like she asked was about miners like what, what's going to happen if miners like mine you know money going to these addresses or coming from these addresses and I don't know the answer to that mm. and it's also like they they, they ban the addresses they didn't 
they didn't ban like the public key. Well, you mean the private well, key or like what do you no, mean? No, 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 like like it, like the actual because like the address the address the address is a format of like a, it's a type of format of right. a public key. So right. like you could oh, use I the see public key. Yeah, that's to, true. So you could you, you could, could you could construct like a, a different type of. Uh, address like a shortened address, basically, and and they could give that to them, and like you could trick like if their intent was actually to ban the public keys, you could trick them, and, and they only saw the well. What, what I'm saying is like the QR code is still legal. That's, uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like a casacious coin, I think is like a shortened address, right? Uh-huh. Like, like so, like there's different types of addresses, right? Yeah, different address formats, um, but they're all derived from like a public key. Have you followed it? Did the coins so like, move? Or, I'm sorry. I haven't followed uh. the addresses. I should look at that more. Um, but like, like for example, like they could use those public keys to generate a different type of address. Yes. I think. And would that be illegal versus sending it to the addresses that OFAC banned specifically? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, that's that, that, The whole thing I think is up there. I think you're right. <laughs> like it's, it's a white like, flag of ignorance. They have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. Well, it's, it also is complicated because, like, if, if like if you're trying to ban transactions to certain addresses, like, is it is it specifically the addresses or is the intent to the recipient of those the holders of those those private keys? Because if it's the recipient of those private keys, like, what like <laughs> like there's like there's weird things you can do. Like, like I could I, 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 you could derive a, you could do like a bit thirty two thing and start deriving from your private public key pair to generate completely new public keys to. Generate addresses from you could go, but like, like, like at what point? Like, if OFAC's intent is to ban any money going to the owners of those private keys, like they uh, doing the address is such a simple. Like, that's really interesting though. So, like, you could, yeah, I didn't even think about that. You could like modify the public address basically to like be slightly different. Well, so so, um, like a Bitcoin public address. I looked at them and had a it began with a one. Yeah. So it's just a very like it's a public key hash. It's a right. hash, it's a hash of, of the public key, um, but like there's um, like I forget like like segwit, segwit addresses are constructed a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. But like you would still construct those uh, like like you're still using a public key, a, a public the public key point to construct those addresses, right? But it like like the point is is like the underlying math behind. Like, what's the intent versus what's the actual address you're trying to send to? I think. I, I think I'm saying that correctly. But I mean, Luke Dash Jr. had something to say about it. He was saying that, like, you don't actually send from an address in Bitcoin, which was, which was interesting. Like, he – or, like, that you don't necessarily own that public key. He's – like, Luke is, like, very technical about this stuff, which is very funny mm-hmm. to me always. Like, he gets very technical and in the weeds, and he kind of gets – he gets, like, prickish about it, right? Yeah. Which is very funny. But yeah, like I, I think that there's, it's probably really dumb mm-hmm. to like put these addresses on the OFAC list rather than to put, uh, to put like, you know, the person on the OFAC list. I would think the the person would matter and the addresses would not. Mm. So I don't know. Um, but th- there was some, there was a, a weird court case this week in California about airdrops. Did you see this? Mm-mm. So there was apparently a, a a court case where the SEC tried to uh, to say that. I don't remember exactly what it was, but like that they had done that this group of people had done something illegal, and they were they were trying to seize their funds, um, and they were they had to basically dis- discuss whether airdrops themselves are securities, and the the courts decided in this case they weren't, which is, well that 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 they hadn't met the burden of proof, mm-hmm. 
that they were securities and that they're, they're, it's a question of fact that needs, I guess, to go before a jury. So it's really interesting, I think, because the airdrop thing is is like weird because we've never actually had the ability to do airdrops before. But with like public addresses, now you do. Like, you know, we were all, drip, you know, airdrop Bitcoin cash. Mm-hmm. Is the cost basis on that zero, by the way? Hmm. Probably. That's what I would think. Yeah. So, but if, if if Bitcoin is deemed not a security, how could a derivative of it be classified as one? Is is that the logic of the court? Isn't uh, isn't it? No, I think a derivative of Bitcoin would definitely be a security, right? Because it's securitized Bitcoin. But in this case, it's an airdrop. It's like you just delivered this thing to people, and it doesn't necessarily mean like I think if you airdropped stock, it would be a security. But I think if you airdrop like something innocuous, like a playing card, I don't know that that would necessarily be a security. There's no cost. There's no expectation of profit. Right. There, right. Exactly. There's no pro- promise of profit. None of that. So yeah. I guess that would be like a little bit different. I, I don't know. Like it's it's kind of strange. Um, but yeah, there's like I, th- I think that that's essentially the idea is that there's no like it's not necessarily a security. Uh, but yeah, that was that was mind blowing to me. Really interesting, I thought. And uh, it's like Drew Hinkes and a number of other lawyers like mm-hmm. weighed in and had different opinions on the case itself. But yeah, like this, I think I think the airdrop thing has been kind of it's a strange phenomenon in Bitcoin because we don't, you know, is 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 Bitcoin itself a security? Are these things securities? I don't think anyone really knows. What type of weight does that that ruling carry with it? Like that court? As I understand it, like it's just it's a question of like statements of fact. So like basically, the SEC hadn't met its burden of proof as to whether these were in fact securities or not. Hmm. So I, I don't know, um, but yeah, like it, it just seems to me that there's like a lot of questions right now particularly with regard to the ICOs and how they've been conducted as to what is and what is not a security. And, you know, most of the ICOs, I think, are probably almost certainly securities. But in the case of the airdrops, I think there's some really interesting questions that are going to be risen that are going to arise as a result of how they were done and, you know, what, what they were and what they are and, uh, and whether they are, in fact, securities themselves. So, um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. Mm. Like, to, to me, it's a legal question that, like, you know, having, like, Jason Seibert or something on to discuss would be, like, more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but this, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> so right. like, like, well, the, well, the ICO, it's funny because the ICO error is kind of done. Like, well, it seems like the ICOs are just done. I guess, I guess yeah. I mean, they, 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 they stopped coming out a few months ago, and now they're, you know, they're definitely, there's, like who the fuck's thinking of like actually going forward through an ICO? I don't know. Like I don't, I don't think anybody's doing it. Like there's no like I, what what was there an ICO like recently? I bet they made. I bet. They, I think I there's bet. tons of ICOs happening all the time, and I think they're making no money. That's that's my assumption. I would assume that. Like yeah, that that would that would make sense. Like that would be that seems right. Right. So like what's I mean with 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 regard to the ICOs like um like last year we had all of these celebrities jumping on board. Mm-hmm. So Mayweather and DJ Khaled down here were doing like a bunch of promotion for was it one or two different ICOs? Two separate ones. Two separate ICOs. So like they were getting celebrity like Paris Hilton did one, those two did one. And so they got <coughs> they got fined this week by the SEC for promoting these ICOs, which I think is hilarious. Uh and I, I mean I it, what's interesting to me is that mostly seem like civil penalties. Like they walk in, they write a check and they walk away. Is that the case? It looks like it. Yeah. So that's kind of mind blowing to me. They, I think Floyd was like six hundred thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. They, they, they said there was a, a pretty biggest, good slap. The biggest slap for this sort of thing that any like yeah. any person's ever been given. I don't recall exactly what it was, but DJ Khaled had something like two hundred thousand for what he did. Do you have the numbers here? Mayweather agreed to pay three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, in disgorgement, a three hundred thousand dollar penalty. So it might be six hundred thousand. I, I think those are those are two different payments, but yeah, so three hundred thousand in disgorgement yeah. and three hundred thousand dollars as a penalty. Yeah. And so uh, he, he definitely walked away with less than he got paid off that whole deal. Oh yeah, Khalid agreed to pay fifty thousand in disgorgement and a hundred thousand dollars in penalty. Someone got fired off the money team. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like Mayweather has a backpack with like a million bucks in it at all times or whatever. Hundred grand. Yeah, whatever it is. Like, do you think he walked into the ace like fuck it, <laughs> just like just emptied it out? Paid it all cash. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he paid it in cash. I heard they rent all that money, even every single one of those those scenes. Maybe other than Mayweather, maybe really? every single other one. Did they all have like cash. backpacks with like hundred thousand in it? Is that the idea? There the was there was one studio in New York that did all of it or something for fifty cent. All the all the pictures where they had tons of cash. Really? It. Yeah. They rent it. Rent. It. Who do you rent it from? From this company that specializes in, in like giving you like huge amounts of cash. Same people that rent you a, you know an Aventador or something for the weekend. I just yeah. like the idea that there's like a cash they, they have, company. They have places where you can rent the, the, the walkway on a Learjet to take pictures for 10 minutes. Really? Yeah, to, just to put on social media. It's like, ah, oh, this is my uh, private No plane. intention of getting on the plane. Or you want to do that? <laughs> like a prestige worldwide type thing? I like, like, like look, a, yeah, this is my plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be easily recognizable, though, you know, because it's everyone, you know, same same plane, same carpet, same... You know, it's got to be tons think, of right? that. Yeah. Like, but uh, the, I don't, I don't know that they have any different like choices on a Learjet, right? You, like, you probably get like whatever is custom, whatever is optional, whatever's there that yeah, day. Yeah, it's just like, well, not just that. I would think that like all Learjets have like gray carpets and you know whatever. Yeah. I, I don't think you'd get a lot of like say in the internals. I wouldn't think. Yeah, if you're an upcoming Instagram model and you you know you need to put a portfolio together, it's probably a pretty good option. That's probably true. Speaking of taxes, Ohio is now accepting crypto for taxes, which blew my mind. That one, that one's. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah, they, that uh, one's really weird. Isn't because isn't that a big moment? Ohio, when, Ohio. When the government accepts ta- accepts Bitcoin for taxes, like, isn't that like a defining moment in where this is going? Maybe it's just a statement about how like. Or is this small Ohio is? I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, is this is this a pilot program or is this are they sticking with this? Is this I don't know. Is this gonna they're gonna test it out for? Do a you few think they're? I, I bet they get zero people to pay. Like I bet zero people pay in Bitcoin or like like ten. You know, it'll be small. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be it'll be like it doesn't seem like it'd be a lot of people. Be like it'll, be, it'll just be the hardcore guys that are like I ideological. Like I got yeah, I could well, pay. I, I feel like those people wouldn't even pay taxes though. Yeah, like they they don't want to give their money to the government. Like who 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 from an ideological perspective would want to pay their taxes in Bitcoin? No one. But like they don't they don't want to fund the government. Right. Would, like, would you do? Would you? Would you do that? Would you pay? You use Bitcoin to pay your taxes? No, I'll, I'll pay right. in like a check. I'll send them a money. Yeah. Send them a check. Right. Like, who the fuck is gonna? That's like a weird. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> are you laughing at that? Or are you laughing yeah. At sorry. That? I just. Oh, you're, oh, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> well, well, his mic is really <laughs> hot. So like. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna pay in in in, in Bitcoin. It's interesting. I mean, like, I, I wonder if they'll release the stats or if it'll just be like a. I, do they have BitPay converting it? Like, what's going on there? I have no Absolutely, idea. they can't hold that. <laughs> There's no way they're doing it. I agree. Yeah. They're not using BTC Pay server, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> we believe in decentralization. We're Ohio. Decentralization or nothing. Yeah, dude, that'll be that's astounding. Like, yeah. <laughs> OhioCrypto.com. Um, yeah, BitPay. Bit it's just BitPay at the bottom. It of is BitPay. Yeah. Okay. 
So essentially, it's 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 meaningless unless other states follow suit behind it. I think so, right? In a way. Yeah, I don't think that they can do that much. Like it can't be right. Like that, there's no way. Like I, yeah, to me, like I think I think that no other state is going to follow in suit unless like this is really successful. You're probably looking at someone that bought in December last year that's really desperate and like, hey, I need you know I need to make we need to get this approved in Ohio right, right to He's save like, oh, save my yeah. save. My- <laughs> 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 oh man. It might be a little, it might smell a little bit about of that. If you okay, so here's so let's say you send them Bitcoin, right? So you send them Bitcoin and it gets converted. Do you have to pay on that conversion? Like, if you, you to, send it, yeah. Do you have to pay for liquidating your Bitcoin there? So do you owe taxes on the taxes that you paid? Yeah, it would be identi- It would be identical as if you paid it in a gold bar or a gold coin, like and and you had a lower cost basis on the coin. I guess, right? It's, but like, it's treated like property by the IRS, right? But let's say you like so. Let's say Bitcoin goes up, and now it's you know two hundred thousand dollars a coin, mm-hmm. right? And you pay the IRS in Bitcoin. Uh, do you owe the money that like you've liquidated there? Like you the would profits? have a capital gains liability. So you have a capital gains liability on the thing you're using to pay the IRS with, or the Ohio yeah. Revenue Service. Yeah, but if you invest in the S and P and had gains in that, it would be the same. But you can't pay your taxes in with S&P the S and P shares. Yeah. yeah. To me, it seems like a little bit of complicated, a little complication. complication. They, haven't, they haven't thought it out. They haven't thought it no, out. No, I don't think they've well. thought this out yeah. at all. Like, what, what do you do? Like, you pay, well, we have evidence that you didn't pay your taxes because you paid OhioCrypto.com. Yeah. So there's that. I bet they're expecting to get some decent uh, revenue, revenue generate. I mean, I, I wonder. I don't think they'll get anything. Yeah. It's a nice site, though, it's really pretty. I'm rooting for him. Uh, me too. I, I like that. Um, so Bact, it's Bact has moved back their starting date, their launch date, right? Because, because they said they had too many customers, <laughs> too many, too much interest. That doesn't sound right. No, it never sounds right. It's it's got to be regulatory. Got to be, right? Like there's, like there's a lot of hype about this back thing. Did we talk about this last time? I think. Well, we isn't did. the entire point of and creating like, hype to get more customers? And when you have a lot of customers, don't you like? What, what do they need to do? Like, spin up more Amazon servers? Like, what, what could they possibly... Like, why why wouldn't you launch if you have tons of customers? Isn't that literally what a market needs? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. No, no I, I don't think it does either. I, I think they're just like, haha, we're... Uh, we have other things going on. In, in the face of a declining price, too, it seems like an extraordinary claim. You right. know, like it, it just it, right. What were you putting on? Like twelve million people a month? Like you know, what were you expecting? And right. what did you get hit with? Like, I mean, were you expecting nobody? What, what, I wonder where what they were thinking. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Did they, they plan on handling twelve customers and they got forty and that's a problem? Yeah. Or, or, did or they, was it like like they ten thousand and they got a hundred thousand? Yeah. Like what? What's like what? It I, could I, be it anything, right? The claim doesn't make any sense. Um. But yeah, like so th- they're actually settling. Bitcoins, right? So it's a little different than the CBOE. Yeah, which would imply that they would have an inventory. You'd think so. Yeah, which that they already had it. You know, um, what what would a dollar amount you would think would be sufficient for inventory? Oh, I don't know. It depends. Is that on, what? Is maybe that maybe, what, maybe they that's what they meant? Is that they don't have the inventory to handle that number of users? <laughs> they had eighty bitcoins, and all of a sudden <laughs> they realized that wasn't enough. Oh shit. <laughs> But, We're going to need a thousand of these things at least. <laughs> yeah. 
Does the exchange itself have to have inventory? Because I would think that like someone has to be holding like it. Like, it, but wouldn't it be? Yeah. Wouldn't it be like settled? So they would. I would think they would hold uh, people making those contracts inventory. Say that again. What, what, so, like, if, if, if someone comes and makes that contract, I would think they would hold that inventory, kind of like a bank. Yeah. So th- that's what I would think. Uh, so I would think that they wouldn't be the ones supplying the inventory. So who's, who's supplying it? The, the people that are yeah. like, you know, I have 40 Bitcoin. I'm going to offer a futures price or whatever. I, I would think they would be the ones supplying it. So I, I don't know. Like it might be, it might be that the exchange has inventory itself. I don't know. Is it relevant that the back CEO is married to the New York Stock Exchange chairman? You know, that's you know, that's true. Well, isn't back to, <laughs> isn't back the Nasdaq project or isn't the NYSE project? Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I don't, I don't know that that's relevant. Oh, okay, well, more than it's just. That sounds like a good power couple. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Or may- maybe he's lazy and she's like, oh, I got this project for you. <laughs> They've seen or she's you- lazy. Is, is it, is it- she, she, yeah. she, she's, she's the CEO back. Yeah. So like maybe he's like, oh, I got to get her out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> got a project for you. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Here, like, here, go, go, go do this, uh, this back yeah. shit. Go to this Bitcoin. Yeah, do this here. thing. It's, yeah. it's Bitcoin. <laughs> People they, will be impressed. They've had some glowing comments for Bitcoin lately, too, in terms of it's definitely going to be around. And Well, they, they, the question was why not sell other shit on your, on your network, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, I, I, think they, I think they do, in fact, believe in Bitcoin at this point. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of excited to see what happens. I don't think that it's going to do much to the price. Yeah, I think a lot of people have, like speculate. Like I think people thought that about the CBOE sure. that when it went, when it launched, it would like you know moon the price. I don't think that happened. I don't think that was the plan. I don't think that ever will happen. I think these futures uh, type things are not going to you know see that sort of movement. Well, I, the way I see it is. You already had a bunch of ways to buy Bitcoin. Now you had a way to hedge it or, you know, to, to lock in a certain price, which essentially betting against it. Yes. So, the, so I mean, its main feature was uh, price to pressure. downward, downward pressure. Yeah, that's probably true. So, but I guess you would hope that that's like a necessary growing pain in right. order to add like big time, major league level liquidity. You'd think so. Along the way. Yeah, I don't, I mean, but like... I think the CBOE has been like fairly like tame in the number of people actually like trading on it for Bitcoin. Yeah, stuff. the vol- I haven't been following it lately, but the volume has was was growing every single month. But they're definitely dragging their feet and taking their time on the ETF. Uh, the Vanek got delayed again, which for the fourth fourth time or something. Yeah, was it January now? Yeah, which was the la- the Do final date. The SEC date. just doesn't want to like say anything on this. They're like, ah, oh, shit. They just want to, like, drag out the disappointment of no ETF for as long as they can. Yeah. I think they're in, like, a lose-lose situation where do you think that the, do you think the that, safe move is to not do it. Do you think the ETF is going to have uh, incredible, in, in, like, an incredible, like, gap, like, in the way that what GBTC does when it comes out? No. You, you don't think it's going to be a huge premium on the coins? Mm-mm. Why does GBTC have such a, a premium? My belief is that it's the only game in town. And there's only a limited number of shares. Is that the idea? So that means the GBTC premium would like start to go away in the face of an ETF. Yeah, and it has. 
Has it? Yeah. Well, so is the, I mean, the price of the whole thing has collapsed too, along with well, yeah, the base price. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, you know, I think that premium. What did they say? Someone bought at the equivalent of like forty thousand dollars of Bitcoin at the high, the GVTC equivalent. Yeah. So I think it was it was it ran as high as eighty percent for a while. Really, fifty sixty percent was almost the norm for the majority of the time it's been around. Are those buys like? Are they uh, people selling short? Maybe. I don't know. I just think it's the for some reason they got this product out there, and it's like I said, the only game in town to, yeah, like to get premium, exposure. The premium on that is like inexplicable to me. Well, the f- people who bought it made money with it for a while, e- even though the same way some people buy like a triple leveraged ETF and make money. Right. It's possible, even though it's a bad bet. Right. Interesting. Um, what's what's this? Oh, yeah, dude. Blockchain as a service from Amazon. Yeah. Holy fuck. That, that was funny. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Like, I mean, they're just, it's, it's essentially AWS at this point, right? Oh, yeah. Well, they're, they're offering a Hyperledger Fabric, whichever fucking Hyperledger project that is. And then Ethereum coming soon. It's like a one-click spin-up. Uh, you got your blockchain hosted by Amazon. Yeah. Um, that's what that was. Hyperledger Fabric. So they're, they're actually using the Hyperledger shit. Yeah, weirdly, and I've, 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 you know, the last like six months, a year, I've, I've heard more about people claiming to use Hyperledger or Hyperledger. It's a great name. It really is. Yeah. How can it be bad? Right. right. Well, it's like it's this open source shit that I I think they, I think that I think Hyperledger got enough marketing is like this general blockchain that you can take private. You can do different. You know, selling it to companies as like you could do different things with this, right? And some have like bought, you know, like they bought into like, oh yeah, we got to use Hyperledger. Like, like for example, if you looked at blockchain dev job descriptions in the last year or so, are they all Hyperledger? A stuff? lot are Hyper uh, Hyperledger Ethereum stuff. Yeah, it, it's interesting to me because like the Hyperledger project is so stupid. It doesn't like it, there's no it, it's it's and a it, non thing. And I I met I met a guy who was doing allegedly doing consulting for both Ethereum projects and Hyperledger. And he was a big. He was into Ethereum and said the Hyperledger code was like it was a disaster. Really? Yeah. Like it's it's. It, but can you take can you take that from an Ethereum developer and actually believe that he does? Well, do you, do you do you take do you, do you take it and believe it, or do you take it as like oh it must be really bad if you think it's bad? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I remember when that. I mean, Blythe Masters took the Hyperledger shit, mm-hmm. and uh, now like, you know, what the fuck? Like all these other. All these other projects are taking they, they they dumped it into IBM, and all these other projects are taking it and like trying it out. And I don't think that there's any successful use cases of it at this point. It's going to end up being like I don't know Oracle software or something like that. Like what's a funny, competitor what's, to Oracle. What's, what's funny is they're calling it Amazon Quantum Ledger Database, and it's a fully managed ledger database that provides a transparent, immutable, and cryptographically verifiable transaction action log owned by a central trusted authority. Like. It's <laughs> such a, <laughs> like but it's immutable. But it's immutable. Uh, <laughs> like, oh my god! Like, but the, but what's funny is there's people that are like like they're they think oh yeah we that's what we need we need, we need an immutable database versus the the shitty mutable one we have over here. Like, it could, couldn't it technically be immutable and centralized if they didn't have like well, access I mean, to in the way that like Google Docs is I suppose right yeah like I don't see why. Immutability would depend on Amazon's willingness to delete info, right? That that would be it. It would it wouldn't be any more than that. 
right? I mean, I mean, that, I mean well, well, like, well, what is it like? Well, what, what type of immutability are we talking about here? Because like, we know it's not like like. Well, like a company can't see your password, like recover your password for you. They have to reset it. Right, so, but they could just delete the whole like blockchain. They could they could just right? copy the data so over into a new so, chain that like. Right. It, is like, there a word for that term? It's like like other than a factory reset, it's immutable. Yeah. Other than like, <laughs> yeah. like other than what, what's the what's the code that was used in the Ethereum parity wallet? Oh, the. Uh, uh, the the yeah the whatever was in the smart contract that allowed them to like, yeah what's that what's that like it's it's the one like Linux thing RM zero or whatever oh RM dot RM dash RF yeah yeah that one and it just like deletes everything yeah that, 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 <laughs> uh, other than an RM dash RF yeah <laughs> like, this is an immutable blockchain yeah <laughs> yeah I mean maybe like I guess I guess that could be true uh, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> I don't know how that's different than like a a, a database secured by, uh, you know, cryptography. Yeah, like that that is also immutable, other than an RM dash RF. Or by the way, not paying your bill. Mm. Yeah, is your is your is your blockchain immutable if if uh, you don't pay your AWS bill? Right. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, like, I don't what? know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, is it? I don't know. Oh, that's like, a given. That's a given. Right. I would, I would think. I would think if you don't pay your AWS bill, it's, it's not immutable. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's that to me is is my by the way. So the, I saw I saw this week an article by or discussing it was a a interview with Robert Merton or John Mary was it no Robert Merton right mm-hmm. Merton. Merton. Wait, what are we talking about? Oh, the oh the L- LTCM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you read it? Uh huh. Okay, because I saw you. What uh, it was it was like it was kind of framing like LTCM as like being responsible for what happened in two thousand eight. Yeah, you, that's, could, that's, you could kind of make that like that. There's a lot of people that would say that. A lot of people think that. So LTCM, one of their primary funders was Bear Stearns, uh, and when when it came down to it, so in the crisis with LTCM, as everything was going, they had three trillion dollars. In leverage, mm-hmm. three trillion, and I think they had four billion in assets or something like that. It, it, it was insane, mm-hmm. the amount of money that was given to them. So Bear Stearns refused, I believe, to uh, to help them. Like when the banks got together, I think I think it was Bear Stearns that refused to kind of like help cover you know some of those losses for a little bit to stave it off to like basically share in the in the pain of the other banks. And a lot of people was, were saying that like when Bear Stearns went under, that was payback. But I wouldn't be surprised. That wouldn't surprise me if that, in fact, was the uh, sort of like look back. But that this wasn't the the interesting. There was an article that was like interviewing Robert Burton, and he was talking about like crises, like coming crises. And I thought that was funny because like Robert Burton isn't exactly one to talk, given his role in like LTCM. Mm. So he's being quoted now as like a guy to talk about you know how the Federal Reserve or anyone else is like you know that there's an impending crisis coming. Meanwhile. Like you know, and the reason he's credible is because he's a Nobel Prize winner. Meanwhile, he was you know one of the one of the chiefs, one of the heads of uh, LTCM, which exploded under his direction <laughs> with huge amounts of funds. You know, mm. uh, nearly putting the entire world into crisis. All the result of basically Russia reclassifying its debt, which I thought was very interesting. Um, hmm. Last thing. Last well, thing. Did you want to talk about Operation Choke Point? I don't know enough about it yet. Okay. Yeah. So, but this one I we'll do. So that one. Yeah. So you saw this that uh, Bogle sends a warning on index funds. Yeah. 
Did you? Okay, because I read it. Yeah, so I, I was like, well, what, what, what are they talking about? So essentially, Bogle's saying that like at, the result of like index funds owning all of the companies is that index funds will have undue influence in the companies because of like too much voting share, mm-hmm. which is true. I actually I actually think that that's a fair criticism, and not not the the like crisis that everyone says if everyone's invested, then who's gonna like you know find prices? I don't think that that's a valid criticism or a valid critique at all. I think that this is absolutely a valid critique. I've actually been wondering the same thing. Like if 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 index funds own I don't know forty or fifty or sixty percent of a company, that seems like highly problematic, because they have undue influence over management. They might not be the, the best people to like tell a I don't know an oil company uh, what they ought to do. That's a huge amount of voting power. Hmm. Huge. Do, do the stakes get that high in individual companies from from an index? Well, that's the problem. Is if if you have like a huge amount of the economy going into Vanguard, then yeah. I don't know what the solution is. It might be displacement of like voting rights from the index fund itself to the individual shareholders of the index. I don't know. <clears throat> well, it's become so competitive that the differences between the products are minimal at this point. They're competing on fractions of uh, pennies. Yeah. Yeah. Expense ratios. So, I mean, I don't know what it is, though. Like, what, what happens if you have three indexes and each one holds 30% and then 10% of the company is owned by, like, individuals? That seems like a problem to me. And I, I, think, I think that it's, it's a weird issue, frankly, uh, when, when that occurs, especially given that, like, a lot of people are essentially abdicating their vote in the company by not indexing themselves because it would be too expensive to index, right? If you index your own money... You'd be like buying small like shares in every company. Yeah. Like you know, you need like a tenth of an Apple share for for, for th- you know for whatever, and you know a hundredth of this share or whatever, and I, it would just be too expensive. So like you know maybe Robinhood is a good solution for personal indexing. I don't know, but I do think that there there is a potential crisis where you end up with like people indexing and these indexes have way too much voting power and don't necessarily use it for good. You know, like you as an individual might own only like two tenths of a share of Apple. So I don't know. I don't know what you do with that, displacing the voting power from indexes. But then, you know, not giving the indexes the voting power kind of makes uh, individual, it probably makes them subject to like some sort of weird takeovers because everyone owns so small of a share, so little equity in the company. I I don't know. But I do think it's a valid criticism. So more people would own more company. Maybe all, all I know is this is like I look at the I look at the critique I don't find any of the critiques of indexing very convincing except that if indexes I mean this that's why I like this one if indexes own too much of the company you know they have an outsized influence on what happens there mm. like a really big outsized influence so like they can actually make voting decisions based like off the like the people that are indexed into them like into their I think so. Yeah, I think that they like basically the fund itself owns those votes. The fund, the fund owns the votes. Mm -hmm. So you know, everybody follows their true advice. Half the country and the rest of the S P five hundred. Yes, they represent that many, that percentage of each individual company. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And then you get like you know some S J W taking over or (laughs) running running those decisions, or any or anybody that just it's, it's it's a mismatch of like the. Voting power, like, you have somebody who doesn't understand or doesn't have, like, a large enough share in those companies to make the voting decisions. I, 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 th- I think I see what you... Well, it's just, see. like, you're you're an index company. Let's say you own 30% of 20% of the companies on the, like, you know, uh, 
in the New York Stock Exchange or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to like that's an undue influence in all sorts of industries that you know nothing about. You could fire all of the CEOs. Mm. You know, you, you could just do a lot of really big damage. Right. Because you don't. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting because, like, in some ways, I think that indexing is, in fact, abdicating your vote. You're, kind of, you're, you're basically buying a proxy, right? You're buying, you're giving them the proxy uh, a vote opportunity because you're not, I mean, you don't hold the, you don't hold the share yourself or the index does. So I, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is there. Because, it, because eventually, like you think it, uh, it goes to like a just a few indexes with most of the voting power. Well, I'm just saying you don't over, you don't hold the, the voting power. So they they hold the voting power, right? Right. So like, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what the solution is to solve that, but like it seems, it seems to me like there is in fact, you know, like maybe maybe you could make laws that say like you know the voting shares people holding the index actually hold the voting power. I don't know. Um, I don't know if that would be effective or if it would be good or what the the downfalls the pitfalls of that would be. But it just seems to me like it's a valid critique of mm. indexing, extremely valid. If everybody does indexing, now the indexes actually own these companies, essentially. They, they own a majority of the company. They make all the decisions. So that means essentially that Vanguard, uh, per your putting your money in the index, would actually own a majority of the companies in the economy, which would be very strange. Very, very strange. Well, the idea would be that they would make they, they, the, the dangers that they make bad decisions that are... Are, are bad or, the, or that companies. they make malicious decisions or something like that. Yeah. But w- it would be very easy to switch in and out. I mean, the liquidity on it would be, I mean, if any, if, if there was a hint of malicious activity, it would be detrimental. Like, you would see an outflow. I don't know, though, because, like, it would take days. Like, if, if you saw some malicious activity and you try to pull your money out of Vanguard, it takes, you know, you gotta you got to wait, like, a day or two for it to settle. Yeah. It's going to take three, four days for it to transfer to, like, I don't know, your Fidelity account or something like that. Yeah, but that's fast enough. Maybe, yeah, it, it could be. Mm, you like could just switch to BlackRock or switch to. Well, that that might be the answer. Yeah. Is that like you know you you need more index companies? That that might very well be what we needed. Um, other, I don't have anything else. Anything else, Sean? Anything uh, else on the list? I think that's it. Wow. Yeah. I feel like that was a short show, but it wasn't. Yeah. Because we had a big ranting session at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. This is John Seth chunking up the deuce of the South, the Mass, and go in peace. Oh, wait, you don't. Where can they find you? Uh, Telegram. Telegram. Uh, coin Dojo thing. Go coin there. Dojo. <laughs> Ethereum Coin Dojo. <laughs> Ethereum Plus Coin Dojo. Yeah. Uh, we are both there, and uh, and we've we uh, the Merkle Report we've been doing. We we just launched a Twitter of it. So that's uh, twitter.com dot slash Merkle Report. Uh, it's basically just crypto news. I think it's been great. I think you guys have done an amazing job of like finding great stuff. I think, I, frankly, it's the best news source I've seen in Bitcoin. We don't write any of the news. We don't make any of the news. We just, you know, we give just, you the we, news. We index it. We, in, we index <laughs> all the news. Uh, I, I highly recommend you go. If you don't want to go to the site, that's fine. Just go to the Twitter, twitter.com slash Merkle Report. I actually think that, uh, you know, based on the amount of, I, I don't know what it is, like 20, 20 news items per day, basically, we've been doing mm-hmm. other than the weekends which are slow. you you were saying that kevin you, you notice that the weekends are really fucking slow which really surprised me well you said that to me and i never noticed it until the, the last few weekends yeah well i mean weekends weekends are always slow for stuff but like i'm amazed at how slow they are for crypto news consistently like nothing yeah nothing it's like i don't know three articles a day in the weekends. Down to a trickle. but like monday i see like 20 30 articles sometimes we put right out. on cue yeah yeah so you know go, go check that out it's a it's a good twitter profile retweet it Please or don't. I don't think I'm allowed to say that actually. Or not. I don't know. 
<laughs> they can't like ask people to upvote your shit on Reddit, right? That's why well, you get banned. I think you get banned, <laughs> yeah. If, if there's like evidence, well, on just, it. just tell the pamp it. However, you yeah, pamp it. Whatever that means, pamp, pamp it. it. Yeah. All right, everyone. This is Jonathan chucking up the deuce of the south. The masses, and I go in peace. And Catherine prayed for us. <laughs> <laughs>